0: Well met friends, my name is Adam and this is the Get Pipe Podcast where we love to pipe. Today, well as always, I'm joined by my good friend Nick, a.k.a. the producer guy. Nick, what's up man? Hey Adam, how you doing brother? I'm doing great. This is a yes. good time and yeah, I've been, dude, work has been miserable, mis, les Isn't that a Isn't movie? that a play? Is that a or something? play? Well, yeah, it was definitely a movie from a play. Les, I think it's called just Les Mis. Les Mis, yeah. Is, it, does that, is that miserable? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Where are all the
1: French people at?
0: Was it French? I would have thought it was...
1: <laughs> 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 Les mis <Miserables. laughs>
0: <laughs> No, nah, I'm just kidding. I mean, I didn't know it was French, but I guess I probably could have put that together. But, um,
1: For sure, yeah, I mean, it's about the good. French Revolution. <laughs> but uh,
0: work has been pretty, pretty rough and gnarly with this whole end of the fiscal year thing but uh, yeah today Almost for happened. for some reason was was good i didn't get out of work at 7 p.m that was Ooh. awesome so got out about 5 30 ran to the grocery store just got home crushed some food a little bit of meat a little bit of cheese a little bit of fruits and stuff and i just oh, i pretty that. good so
1: and uh yeah now we're time to record so i'm i'm yeah. all good how about Man. you I'm feeling great. Had a great vacay with the son. Uh, missed missed the wife. It was a purposeful vacation to go with my son and I. Well, yeah, it was an accident. So, what'd you say? You didn't accidentally go on vacation. <laughs> Literally, it was it was purposeful. Tried to surprise my dad, but uh, it turns out my mom can't really. They're both retired, so she kind of can't really explain why she's going to be gone for five hours without kind of you know
0: oh that's right yeah we were talking about did, did yeah, the surprise was, work
1: yeah it did for the most part it was very excited um but yeah man hung out there good old florida love florida uh was able to smoke smoke a couple cigars well actually i nice. smoked one it was a it was a cuban uh, given to me and ultimately us by good friend andy andy sc oh, good so good much. time to break uh, it out man Oh, such a great time, especially in Florida. And I had a, uh, it was a Bolivar. I believe that's how you pronounce it. And it was, I believe, 2014, 2013. Um, I think it was 2014. And oh, so good. Draw was perfect. It was the perfect size. It wasn't too big, wasn't too small. And um, it, was, it was great hanging out with the dad, crushing some Millers. They had we He had these 16-ounce cans they were like canned bottles. And for some reason in the Florida heat smoking that Cuba, man, it was just like pristine. Cause at the end of the day, if, if you have three of those beers, you're technically having four kind of, cause we're used to the 12 ounce cans. So it's uh, mm. yeah, it was really good. I think, nice. I think my math's done properly there, but it's just a great weekend, but glad to be home. Glad to be back with the family and, uh, yeah man the weather's turning it's probably doing the same for you down down there and it's Ugh, I can't wait. Yeah,
0: we I'm, just actually tried eating outside. I mean it's like 7:30 when we were trying to eat yeah. but we we tried sitting outside. We don't have like a little table or, or mm. excuse me. We literally have a little table. <laughs> I'm talking like a drink table that we put our plates on. Yeah yeah. And it just cuz it was so nice out but then I was getting annihilated by mosquitoes so that, that brutal, cute little man. date was was ended but dude I cannot wait for you know southern winter i mean smoke season
1: man how's virginia's winter probably about the same probably uh, maybe slightly cooler than yours i mean yeah you're not i guess you're only four hours yeah okay yeah not that far away i always thought uh, that
0: the virginia was like not the south
1: it is and i know it is the, the first like south like that's the first south state technically
0: which is why I, mean, I think it's not the south
1: because <laughs> it's the because it's the north of the south yeah kind of, it's the kind of but, south.
0: and i'm just so used to being in georgia and you know yeah, south carolina and south. Now north carolina is just so but yeah man i uh i'm excited i love the autumn and it's i know folks in the northeast probably northwest are really oh, really enjoying deep. the autumn right now yeah. but we're a little bit further behind, and and some days are still brutal, man. When I go to my car at lunch, my car is absolutely blazing. <laughs> so, and it's not quite, uh, not quite English season here yet. I think we have a couple more weeks, maybe a few, but it's close, especially in the morning when I'm leaving for work. I, I, I'm I'm almost tempted to have a a good English blend, but that is you know the autumn is that that kind of time, especially. Uh, you know, for, for all pipe smokers, just the, the cooler weather is so welcoming for those Latakias and the darker, darker style blends. But yeah, man, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm really longing for it, but we got a little bit, a little bit more time where we're from, but hope anyone, you know, reach out to us, you know, whether it's the, the, the pipe club or, you know, email, whatever the hell I'd, I'd love to hear if you're, you already broke out your, your English blends for the season mm. or, or
1: whatnot, or, but yeah man it's it's been great. I'm looking forward to get some more more piping in because I have not too too much recently i i did a little little smoke in Florida a little bit of that escudo and a nice uh you know Florida summer night actually in my Stephen Cashwell, a little poker um love that pipe it's so beautiful so so i don't gonna say quaint but it's just very very small and and i'm gonna use this word. Nicely, but it's very dainty. Like it's very I kinda like those sort of like dainty pipes that are small. I know yeah. that has a negative connotation, but it's uh it's really great and yeah, I'm just super excited to get back in the pipes. More sitting down time, more campfire time, more no mosquito time. And yeah, I think everyone's everyone who is not already there is craving that right now, especially our, our southern folks. So
0: yeah. Yeah, man. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I'm glad you had a great weekend. I also had a pretty, I had a really good weekend. We did um, a little trip to Raleigh on Saturday and it was so impromptu-ish, you know, we didn't really have like an itinerary. It was early. We woke up, we're feeling good and we're like, you know, let's, let's spend our day doing something cool. So, you know, Raleigh's about an hour, 15-ish, you know, from us. not bad. Yeah, so it was it was worth just going that direction and figuring out something to do. So there there's a few museums that we were like, hey, "I guess we could go do that." We're not big museum people, but I was just like, "Whatever, let's let's just go." And I put in the GPS. I did I googled, you know, there was like some Raleigh fun his, history museum, fun art museum, fun uh mm-hmm. uh science museum. It's like, "Let's do the science museum." So I put that in the GPS and we start heading out there and we I think we stopped at maybe like a Starbucks got some coffee Starbucks uh, early guy. in the morning and then we we headed over to the <laughs> to <laughs> the to the damn museum man and bro I just typed in from my location museum and uh, in the first hit I saw for science Museum is what i what I clicked in that direction right so turns out we're not actually in Raleigh we're in we're in Durham, which is Northwest. Oh of raleigh so you always hear raleigh durham because that's the airport yeah but it's it's not entirely raleigh it's raleigh is probably another 25 minutes southeast at least like the heart of it and that's where the that's where the museum was not the not where we (laughs) were at (laughs) nor was the starbucks so uh man this was a this was a children's museum um
1: (laughs) (laughs) dude did you go in though
0: well, yeah, we didn't know it was a children's museum until we were, till you got in. <laughs> we were in, and I was like, "Wow, this is for kids." I
1: mean, dude, they're fire, though. I'm not gonna lie.
0: No, I don't know. Maybe for, it's because you have kids, for, but yeah, I just had zero that, fun. It it's was also a little weird. They had they had bugs, which was cool, like in little yeah, okay. bug things, like bug bug aquariums. I don't know. Bug, is glass? behind <laughs> Ter- it. Like they,
1: terrarium. I think it's
0: terrariums. Actually, I guess yeah. Isn't that for more for plants or whatever? Or does it not matter. Oh, I don't know. It I'm doesn't really, matter. We're pipe guys. There are bugs, so that was cool. You can see some, maybe some geckos and stuff. So that that <laughs> is always fun. You don't got to be a kid to like that stuff, but but it was very much on par with like the you know museum of sciences where you get to put your hands in the sand and mm. you put your hand on the the thing and the electricity ball you know shoots oh, out great. and stuff. It's cool if you're seven. You know, I just, I mean, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> nah, it was just it was just really not what we were expecting and it was very surface level sciency. but I don't know. So we, we kind of, did re- you smoke we a were, pipe there? Now it was indoor.
1: No, I know. I was, I was joking.
0: Oh yeah, no, I did not. <laughs> I wanted to, there was an outdoor part, which was like, you brought uh, you to the butterfly Haven, which was, I guess, cool. You got to oh walk God. around in a very humid inc- climate and have butterflies <laughs> land on you. That was kind of cool. But anyway, so that about an hour later, we're like, okay, we got to get out of here. Uh I mean we did walk the whole thing, so we got our forty-five dollars worth no. total. Yeah, no, total Do, total. Well, so that's the thing. It was worth twenty-five twenty dollars or whatever the hell it was for one person, but I hated yeah. that I had to pay for it twice. Yeah. So it might only be worth ten dollars to me.
1: Oh <laughs> I see what you mean. It, it was a
0: weird double edged sword where I was like, I'm cool with the twenty dollars. Didn't want to pay for it twice. So yeah. Anyway. So we we ended up uh we did not divert to another museum we were kind of museumed out and then i was like you know let's go somewhere else so i think we went to this raleigh what was it a raleigh uh, there's, there's like this outdoor antique-ish fairish storage thing that happens every saturday and it's been happening since like 79 or something that's uh, oh, wow. like a raleigh it's, it's not like a state fair or anything but it's like a just like this big public market very okay you know but but the the best part was we were having fun like we were just it was cool to walk around we were very active we walked probably several miles throughout the the museum and 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 this little thing uh i did actually find some pipes there Uh, you know absolutely destroyed demolished battered dude battered and it's so fascinating to me because I smoke a lot of pipes. I smoke some pipes very often. And it, it. I cannot wrap my head around, and neither can most restorers, and neither can most pipe smokers who smoke the same pipe every day can wrap their head around how some of these pipes get to the condition that they're in. I'm talking like you, you couldn't even put a Q-tip through the bowl, like the chamber. That's how oh much carbon gosh. there was in. How much carbon was in there. Yeah, like... in it, so someone continued to smoke it, and that is, i don't understand. I really don't and they just know put how a
1: pinch of tobacco in, or
0: whatever. I, I, I don't get it, man. And then the bowls were just absolutely shredded, and you know, I'm sure there's to a degree part of this is they've been you know, these people, the people who were selling them weren't pipe smokers, so they got it from probably one lot, which was in another lot, which was in a box, which was in a storage container. You know, like so, I can right. see how the the outside and can just get absolutely demolished but the like those were well used pipes and the best part about these and it, the, the story is told a thousand times it will be told a thousand more times you pick up the, the savinelli pipe or whatever any pipe doesn't really matter most of them are no names right you pick up this no name pipe the bowl is in shreds it was at one point a smooth it's pretty much a rusticated and the stem is yellow from used to be black from the the oxidation (laughs) the the metal band which isn't even probably a real silver or even a sterling silver or even a nickel is just cracked and the bowl is so damn burnt and charred up and it's got a 75 five dollar price (laughs) tag
1: and i was like unreal
0: crazy there's one little savinelli it was it was demolished but there the guy was asking like 35 dollars and you know and he's like, yeah it's a good one that's a good piece right there and i'm like oh is it yeah <laughs> you said that <laughs> yeah i was and like i was telling get wiped. i was like there's like you probably you'd probably have to pay me five dollars for that
1: because you'd have to restore it and, and- even,
0: it's not even worth the restoration like i just yeah like who goes to those i mean every now and then you're gonna find like a gem right you're gonna find a dunhill that's True. in bad shape but can be can be cleaned up. You might find some or eh, probably not an artisan in that kind of shape, but, but you'll find like a sheriff some, some of these old, 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 old pipes right. that is maybe worth restoring, but at least the ones I saw, even if they were those brands, they weren't worth restoring. You could not physically get it to a point where it was worth more than $25. It was just, it may, maybe I'm ignorant to the amount of uh, restoration someone can do, like a restorer can do, but man, mm-hmm. these were, awful but I don't know it's always funny because even $15 I still it's just not no shot
1: no shot yeah I all the places around us are just not good there's like maybe one meerschaum pipe and it's just I don't know. It's like three hundred dollars. I'm like, what? That doesn't make oh, for, any wait, sense. Wait for like a uh, like an for antique s- store or something. Yeah, at an antique yeah, store and it's something. like an,
0: a u. It's been a smoked meerschaum It's by like it. yellow now. Yeah. And
1: I'm like, bro, what stem
0: yeah. is so damn loose or whatever? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But,
1: but do you uh, do you hit anywhere else up? And while you're in Raleigh, yeah. So, there, are so there any was... places?
0: Uh... Uh, after that, we were like, we're gonna. We're gonna we're gonna cut out. Uh, We didn't get anything. We didn't. It was good. We were trying to save our money too. We weren't really buying much. We didn't buy anything. Uh, And then you know, but what I did want to do was we had talked about it a couple weeks ago, or maybe it was just last week. Uh, Dave Shane from the Pipery had been Mm -hmm. traversing across North Carolina just just a couple weeks ago, and he was going to pipe stores. He was going to North Carolina pipe stores trying to get uh, pipe, pipe, brick and mortars on the pocket jar, which is their little tobacco holder. If you're not familiar with the pocket jar by now, you absolutely should go, go check it, frick it, check it out. Uh, get pipe.co. You can buy one directly from Ooh. us, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a great little, you know, piece, uh, unless you're uh producer wife, but you know, it, they're, they're, they're cool. So he's going across North Carolina. So I actually didn't, and this is when I was, had super COVID, but I didn't know I had super COVID So he's telling me he's going all these places in Raleigh and Durham and, uh, you know, Greensboro, uh, Charlotte, whatever. And I was seeing the pictures like that looks cool. That looks cool. But he didn't necessarily tell me the name. And if he told me the name, I forgot. So I just looked up pipe store and then I found a place called pipes by George and it had a big neon sign that that said that pipes by George. And, you know, neon, you think not pipe smoky, but there's like a there's a sphere of Old pipe shops that really flourished at, at, in a time. They really flourished with the the neon sign that had like their uh yeah, their pipe store's name, like a custom made sign. Oh, that's uh, cool. the the Pulzbo shop. Uh, what was called the oh what is it? I, I'm I'm just making a video. I just posted it on my on my my video my my YouTube video. uh Anyway, there's a place in Pulzbo, Washington. Uh, the cargo hold. There it is. They also had a you know a neon sign that mm. said the cargo hold had a little ship
1: wheel on it or whatever but anyway so, I so think, we i i don't mean to interrupt but i think like the custom made neon signs that's like a step ahead to me like that doesn't that's not kind of like core, yeah and it, not it exactly like, it's less Vegasy too it's, it's yeah it's got like yeah. kind of like
0: a a weird um 19 like 40s 50s yeah, futuristic feel like like you're in that time and what they thought the future would have been like all right. neon you know it's got this weird vintagey uh kind of vibe but yeah. yeah so so we walk in there man and wow what a pipe store what a yeah. pipe store this is a pipe shop uh, of course called pipes by george but so i'm I'm greeted by an old man got to be 85 years old very small very sweet uh, you know, crooked as Nimbus all helmet. Like? Uh, kind of, yeah, kind of, kind of okay. like my cat Nimbus, <laughs> okay. very sweet. Uh, but man, like, like this guy, you know, had been, he just doesn't have good posture his whole life. And now his <laughs> old age is kind of bending him over a little bit. And this isn't an insult by any, any means. It's just to show the, how dedicated this man is to still be working at, at pipes by George. And I, I, I didn't ask, but dude, it had to have been George. I actually, reached <laughs> out to, to da- I reached out to Dave Shane. And if he had ga- gone there, he explained that he did. He's like, "Yeah, that was in fact George." So uh, we're, we're talking to we're talking to George and his pipes, and man, they had a huge collection. And this is like in a college town, right? So we're in the heart of Raleigh, and UNC's man. right there. And you know, I asked him. I was like, "I got to ask you. You you have seven hundred dollar uh, Caminettos. You have uh, Ascortes. You got Sheratons. You got old estate Fern Downs. A uh, couple Dunhills, Castellos." they had a lot of stuff and i asked i was like how like are you selling pipes like how often are you selling pipes is it a couple times a week maybe you know crossing my fingers and he goes oh every day Dang. i was like really he's like yeah every day i'm selling pipes which i was like wow that is it's so dude it's so refreshing it's so refreshing to hear now i don't think those college kids are coming in and getting 700 pipes uh, by any means, right. but there's there's a Dude, pipe smokers are out there, man. They might not be listening to the Get Pipe podcast. They mm. might not be listening to the other ones or watching the videos or the YouTubes or going to the pipe shows, but but there are pipe smokers out there who do value these quality pipes. And, and it just was so great to see. And uh, I, there was a couple of pipes I was really looking at, but man, I was, just, I was like, I can commemorate this trip by purchasing something from the store that doesn't have to be a pipe. And yeah. that was a huge win for the Get Piped household. That was the first <sighs> of many times that's the first of many many times that i've ever been into a store you know we think about when i went to the country squire radio event i came out with a jared cole's pipe you know some <laughs> four or five hundred dollar pipe or whatever a little bit different that was kind of more of a special thing but All right so i go in and i ended up saying you know i'd love to get a uh, uh, some cigars and I, I was able to get a tin of bob's chocolate flake mm. uh, so yeah he had a couple he had some pretty rare tins i mean i wouldn't say rare but he's got some you know full virginia flake he had some. Uh, what's that? jamaican flake or like some kind of rum flake that's yeah, it's, i think it's called jamaican flake or something from gay with and uh you know some other stuff but oh a lot of salani in there too so hey if any of you want me to make a trip send me some cash i'll I'll get you your with haul interest, or whatever so you can pay me yeah so i can pay yeah with interest so no, i can't pay myself to get a 10 at the back of it so i can pay <laughs> producer guy cash exactly <laughs> love it um uh, but but no man it was it was really, really cool. So I got I got a tin of you know Bob's and uh you know then he's asking me about the Samuel Gay with version, which is just called chocolate flake, I believe. He's like, which one do you like more? And I was like, Oh, you know, it, it was just really cool to to talk about how I preferred Bob's over the very, mm. very, very, very similar other blend. And and he had his thoughts on it. And anyway, so I get the tin and, and then I was able to get a couple uh cigars and I'm asking for t- Toscano's, right? So we we you guys know that we've been having this weird back and forth with Toscano's, which is this little (laughs) Italian cigar company. And they're basically dark fired leaf. It's Mm -hmm. a non-human, humidized, humidorized, humidified. There we go. go. (laughs) Non-humidified cigar. Kind of keep it wherever. And it's just kind of, uh, they could be a long smoke or you can have a little, almost cigarette size. I mean, size wise, maybe the the smoke will take a little bit longer than a cigarette, right? But, you know, smaller cigars. And these are the things that what uh, was it Clint Eastwood who was smoking in his spaghetti westerns yeah. back in the day, yeah, you know absolute legend. So I had one a couple couple months ago at this mini cigars event, and I hated it. And I don't know if it was just like my palate was just off that day, uh, mm. but ever since I've been you know I've tr- I've been able to try a few, and I've been been kind of enjoying them. So I get uh, he he brings out two box, one little box of almost like a cigarette box, but it had Is a little it bit. of...
1: The- toscanellos maybe um
0: it was it was actually was not he didn't have any toscanos but he did have like a there's so there's several brands companies that do the same thing i didn't know that i thought i was getting toscanos but at the end of the day it didn't didn't entirely matter to me and i got one that was uh, unlabeled it was just two little cigar things that were like probably four or five inches next to each other in almost like the you know swiss rolls uh from like little debbie or um (laughs) Whatever that the other company is, yeah, 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 I think it's Little Debbie. Little Swiss rolls—they come in that little white, uh yeah. freaking paper little holder, right? And then they're wrapped in flat. That's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. But there was no box to say what it was, so it's Ooh, just like you took out cool. the Swiss roll. Uh, so I got the little Italian roll and I, I started smoking them. But uh, I, I said I posted a picture in the Discord. I said, "Someone tell me what this is." And they're like, "Are you serious?" It just. You- you're just showing me two little cigars tobacco. in a plastic baggie. <laughs> so, and, and I actually called up my good friend, uh, Neil Osborne, and I said, hey, man, what is the deal with this? Do you know what these are? He's like, dude, no, I don't know what those are, but they're, <laughs> they're probably some company, you know, there's many out there that do something similar. And I've been enjoying them, man, so much so that the other night I had a really long phone call with a, a good friend, a uh, pipe maker. Uh, working on a commission, which we'll talk about in a little bit, N- not a little bit, not today, you know, this is like a future Eventually. thing, but yeah, you know, we get, we got some things to square away, but, uh, so we had about an hour phone call and before that I, I cooked dinner. So I had one of these little Toscano things. And and again, these are like probably four, four inches. So I smoke one, one completely while I'm cooking, crush my dinner. Then I give him a call. That call was an hour and 15 minutes long. I end up smoking two more. And I'm just hanging out. I'm just outside. Bugs weren't killing me, probably because I'm smoking Italian cigars, Uh, you know, just drinking water, just chilling, you know, having a good time. Uh, We we hang up the phone uh, about an hour 15 in, and bro, I was like, man, I should probably have some like sugar or something. My tummy's feeling a little little wibbly wobbly. (laughs) And so I stand up and I'm like, hmm, I should probably have a lot of sugar. My tummy is feeling a lot of wobbly wibbly. And so I I take like a shot of pure honey and I eat a beef stick and the the Patriots are on actually. And and I'm a big New England fan. So I'm trying to watch this game while I'm standing on my counter, leaning over the counter, trying to shovel honey into my mouth and beef (laughs) sticks. And I was like, I feel sick again. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I just, I got so freaking Nick sick, man so Oof. sick from the nicotine and and i just didn't i because when you're smoking a pipe it it's not nearly as uh significant that nicotine you know it, it can be in some blends but at least the tobacco ironically because i'm a burly guy which is, typically has a higher form but i has never really been a huge problem to me and man i got i just got so queasy and so wimpy and i felt like a, a, a small girl who just had a had a a stomach bug that night and i am no. like i like go to the bathroom and if you've ever had a lot of nicotine in your system you'll know what happens in the bathroom and then i leave Oof. and now i'm like i'm like i have like a am like dragging my blankie i'm looking for my binky, <laughs> you know and i was just <laughs> i was your in,
1: teddy yet?
0: literally i was in shambles so i, I go to right. i get in bed and i'm like
1: uh, uh, uh,
0: uh, and it i did not feel good until probably like 4 a.m <laughs> Do you was, can't catch a break, I, and that's exactly what your wife said. She's like, "Oh my gosh, you've just been getting left hook, right hook, freaking like, jab, jab, right. punch kind of thing."
1: Suck it up, Ranger. Come on. Now. I,
0: I couldn't. I was like, "This one I can't be brave about." But anyway, so it it, <laughs> it was it was funny to you know just be humbled by those little cigars, and it it put into perspective that yeah, you no, know, I, I, I mean one one one's enough, right? One's, one's good for <laughs> me. You know, maybe maybe one longer one or something, but yeah. Ugh. Anyway, so Dang. that that's been kind of my my past week. This was just, I think, two days ago. I think this was Sunday night, or yeah, when when the past yeah, was Sunday. Sunday night. So, but but I'm feeling good, yeah. man. We're uh, we're we're excited. You know, September has been pretty wild with work, but we're really excited for the the Vegas Pipe Show that's coming up. You know, you oh, know, yes, dude. W- this now is we're in we're less than a month away. About Crunch three, time three, almost two and a half weeks by the time this goes live. And yeah, man, we're we're hyped up. We got some, you know, friends and plans that we we plan on meeting up with, hanging out with, you know, pipes to smoke, cigars to try. Uh and and one thing that we wanted to kind of talk about on on Vegas Pipe Show was just the idea of that you can actually go listen to the most recent I think it's like Pipe and Tamper at this point. Pipe and Tamper, uh it's loosely a podcast episode they posted an episode with Brian Levine where it was a 10 questions or 10, 10 things Brian recommends about the Vegas pipe show. And one of those pieces that I'm actually going to steal and kind of emphasize on our weekly emphasis is the idea of you go to a pipe show, right? But when you go to Vegas, you're going to more than a pipe show. And that's, of Mm. course, you're going to one of the, the premier vacation locations in, in the entire world, uh, tourist attractions. And that's, that's the city of Las Vegas. And, what a sight. I've always said it's like this weird, when you're flying in, you see it. It's this weird dystopian utopia because it's, so it's just weird. in the middle of the desert, and it's the most bustling, beautiful, Sin City-looking town, <laughs> but it is it is a very beautiful place, man, and i I did feel alive, and we didn't do any of the you know, getting wasted, waking up, you no, know, with, no. with our friend locked on the roof, throwing our bed out the window kind of thing. Like we didn't do any last of that year. stuff that this year we will be. But, but yep. last year we didn't <laughs> <laughs> No, but, but, you know, there's just so much to do there. And, and some of those things that I wanted to emphasize. And again, Brian talks about this on, you know, that little Instagram live thing that they did that's now in the podcast feed of pipe and tamper, but, but you're going to a show that's outside of a show, man. You could literally go to a show. There's probably going to yep. be some, some events going on. Uh, but, but some, some of the things that producer guy and I like to do was just, just walk and people watch, watch oh, the, so the, the interesting folks, the, the crazy folks, the, the, the thoughtful folks out there in, in the world of Las Vegas. It really is its mm-hmm. own kind of world. And, man, there's just yeah. so much to see. You go to the hotels. You got to go to everyone. You know, you do. when I say go, you don't
1: got to stay at night. You just got to walk in, you know, yeah. every, everything, Caesar's free. palace. Like. The, the shopping there did literally bought nothing, but just walking around it. If you've never been to Vegas, highly recommend, like it's absolutely amazing. So much fun. Uh, producer wife and I had a great dinner there. I know, uh, Adam and and get wife did as well. And yeah, it was, it was a, it was a blast and yeah, it's just so much to see. I think, I think we're probably going to even see even more stuff this year. For because uh, sure. since we're getting there a little early and everything so
0: and there's yeah. the the bellagio they have that Ooh. big
1: water thing the yeah fountain. the fountains yeah it was that's worth seeing i like felt that that was something that i didn't expect as i remember when the fountain was going like i felt it like hit in the my chest. chest yeah man
0: it's a little booming.
1: bit this booming, but i i i mean you can't deny that get piped uh kind of rendezvous point was in and out i know that's it's a little uh right outside the hotel the the palace station um i think it's like a it's not even a 10 minute walk i know brian has talked about it's like a 10 minute walk but i don't even know if it's that but that was great and there's one cafe um he he talks about it with the best cappuccino ever the earth cafe at the win dude yeah what is it earth? earth or is it ooth ooth earth? or earth i don't know it sounds very rth like, i think yeah it sounds very Tolkien esque like yeah it is yeah, yeah it's,
0: in, it's in one of the hotels man and it's just this amazing little coffee shop you can i think you can actually get breakfast there as well i think mm-hmm. it's a little yeah a little cafe yeah yeah uh, so actually i signed us up for uh coffee with brian and he's gonna bring us there and tell us exactly what to order kind of thing
1: <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait for that is that should be pretty yeah, that, fun but yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. These these are all things that you guys should be be doing as well. You know, at some point, one way or another. Feel free to reach out to us. Yeah, uh, we've only us been through. once, right? So you can always reach out to other folks too who've been many, many times. But we we did a lot. You know, we also did things outside. We went to the Hoover Dam. You know, we, we went we did, did a little hike. Red Rock Canyon hike. Yeah. So we, we got our, our our experiences worth outside of just smoking pipes and looking at mm-hmm. pipes all day. Which yeah. was the highlight, I will I will say, we were there for the highlight, but it was also nice to have some other, you know, little yeah. breaks. Excursions. Yeah, exactly. And and it was all very cheap. It was free to look at, you know, 200,000 Rolexes in the shopping malls. It was free <laughs> to go on that little hike. It was free to go. I mean, other than like an Uber or rented a car, if, you, if you, that's something you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of those expenses, it was free to go to the Hoover Dam, man. And, and like, these are things that are wonderful they're just they, they were just just so much fun
1: yeah they really were so again the las vegas international pipe show is happening this year from october 13th through the 15th 2023 go ahead get your tickets uh it's gonna be great don't miss it the hotel the Powell Station hotel is full uh but uh for the, the rate that you get uh through the pipe show but There may still be uh, rooms at the hotel. I don't exactly know. I don't have all the answers, but if not, there are definitely some other hotels around the area to check out and uh, get it there. Some are just, you know, quick five-minute Uber ride from there. But yeah, Vegas is happening. I got, as of time recording, 20 days until our flight leaves, which is a couple days before the show, but just very, very excited for that.
0: Absolutely, it will be a blast. And on top of that, the show goes on. What I mean by that not not the Vegas Pipe Show, but the culminating event that is going to be very soon very soon is a relative term, but relative <laughs> to the relative to filmmaking, <laughs> uh, the Battle of the Briar this this grandiose documentary that producer guy and I have embarked on. Uh, we will be shooting some last minute footage. Uh, at the okay. Vegas pipe show for, for the documentary we're going to be pulling. I mean, nothing, nothing crazy, but we're very excited to kind of add some finishing touches to, to what the documentary will be. Uh, once, once we're over there grabbing some film. So what, what I would ask you if you have not, if you haven't heard of it, Battle of the briars are the first pipe smoking documentary since father, the flame, which was a wonderful uh, documentary of, of pipe smoking and battle. Of the briars looks to emulate something similar. And that's, yeah. that's just an in-house project that there's two guys behind the cameras there's two guys being the directors and and that's about it and we have we're trying to build a little bit of a team here uh to as we continue to go into the final stages of uh production and even though we're we're still like we're still kind of in the current production we i mean we're doing production and post-production but <laughs> but i'd ask you all to go check out our trailer called battle of the briar trailer you can find that on my youtube channel that's youtube.com get piped or just type in battle of the briar and I'm sure it'll be one of the top videos to pop up uh to be completely honest this is not nearly the amount of uh views that I would like it to have um it's not because I want uh you know the One fame billion. or the aspiration of having a very high view count what what I want to do is share this this experience that as we put so much of our heart into because I mean I would at the end of the day love to make a documentary and watch it myself because that's why I'm here uh, to, to enjoy pipe smoking. But, but the main point is why we do the the YouTube channel, why we do the podcast is to share the stuff with you guys, because we want to build the community. And I think this battle, of the briar thing will, will really shake, uh, the pipe smoking world in a little bit. So I would ask you to go take a look. If you haven't already youtube.com slash get piped and even better, you could share it. If you could share it with a, a friend, this does not have to be a pipe smoker. I'm not telling you to Share this video and then say, hey, make sure you subscribe to Get Piped and then watch his 35-minute factory pipe uh, collection video. I'm not asking that. I'm, I'm asking you to, to do a one-off thing here. Go check out Battle the Briar trailer. Maybe leave a comment and then maybe share it with someone or many, many people who are into pipe smoking. And you can say, hey, this is a new documentary that is releasing in 2024. This this is cool. What do you think? You know, Encourage them to, to share and leave a comment. Uh, I, I am really trying to to build this and and some good opportunity can potentially come which will make the film even better in the long run if that if that happens so i'd ask you to to do that but we're we're either way super super excited to get back behind the camera we were absolutely gassed when we finished the uh the the, pr- the primary filming from chicago but i yeah. think uh i think there's a little bit in, in both of us that are Oh, or longing yeah. to get get the cameras out and do a little bit more production stuff uh, you know, on the side. And I'm glad we're there for a week instead of just a couple days.
1: For sure. For sure. But thank you all for smoking and joking with us. And of course, for your support of the Get Pipe podcast and the Get Pipe YouTube channel. We appreciate it. But if you want to support the show a little more, go check out getpiped.co. Check out a little merch store. And we got some pocket jars there and our, our buy around club. Go check it out. It's a great little store. We, we changed it earlier this year, and uh, I think we'll we'll be continuing to work on it and always trying to make it better. And while you're at it, while you're on that website, this, they're not related, but don't forget to rate and review the podcast on Apple, Spotify, and any other listening platform you're on. It really helps. And while you're at it, give us a follow so you can never miss an episode at 4 a.m. every single Thursday without fail. But we've got a great show planned this week with another edition of Pipe Nightmares. And following our primary topic, we'll again do a little bit of over-under and then move into some more this or that from the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club, our very own pipe community.
0: Hell yes, man. Big thanks to the Producer Guy for the Producer Guy things. Now, before we move into our primary topic, I want to remind you to take a deep breath. Savor this moment. Kindle your flame and pipe as you please.
1: Another edition of Pipe Nightmares. This is a fun one. It is evolved. vault <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're heading into spooky season. We really oh, we are. are. Damn! We, what, are. what
0: poorly timed episode this was. I
1: know, because we're gonna <laughs> probably do another one. I don't know. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. But maybe we will. Uh, we're gonna. We got Pipe Nightmares today. This is our episode where we uh, creatively discuss some of the worst nightmares that pipe smokers ever face these things that we dread the things that have both happened to us and we never ever want to happen to us and uh we use our creative abilities to write some either stories or maybe little poems about it and uh yeah go check out the get pipe bookshelf our latest one was episode 076 Talking about the tobacco taxes too damn high, but today we got a couple, got a couple other ones, a couple of nightmares that we are discussing today and, uh, yeah, I'm excited for them. But before we get into that, Adam, got any, any words you want to say on pipe nightmares or just anything in general?
0: Man, I love the, the pipe nightmares. I feel like our last episode was where we really kind of found our stride with the, uh, with with the type of the series and i'll throw a little asterisk in there that episode was kind of uh a little interesting uh there was a little bit of a call out there which we have since addressed so if you if you're yeah many times but if you're you're going back and forth just know you know what was said was said we've moved on kind of thing uh but (laughs) if you want to get if you want to miss the whole drama saga i don't i don't I'm not I encourage that honestly you can just skip right to the to the main segment where we talk about some really really awesome pipe nightmares, but this one will be uh just as good I think we have a couple topics here that you know afflict many pipe smokers around and sometimes maybe not all the time they are you know a little bit of a there's some inspiration from uh the folks who are writing the 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 episode that's us, but we'll <laughs> we'll see about this one but yeah man i'm I'm ready to get into this one. we got two that i'll i'll let you kind of. Decide as the listener. I'll let you decide what's where this is going. I'll let you kind of make the, the assumption of where this the nightmare put your pin in where the nightmare is actually taking place in terms of the pipe sphere. Uh, mm. But you know, we try to keep it a little bit of a, a guise as we go through. So I'm not going to give you the titles of the the little stories that we've written. And and I'll I'll say, man, if you got this far and you hate this goofy stuff. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you at least going through uh, the, the smoking and joking and about to fast forward all the way to, to the segments. But you know, there are those folks out there, but but this is a series that that I really, really enjoy. And I think this these two topics are, are are pretty fun to get into. And and of course after the goofiness, uh, which we do put a lot of time into, uh, we we do a little bit of a breakdown and how to kind of circumnavigate that in the future or how to to correct those problems. So uh, without that, with that, I'll have a you know producer guy here go uh read his uh, little pipe nightmare, and then I'll read mine. Alrighty.
1: In a coastal town by the Emerald Sea, a man named Clyde lived joyously. He packed his bags with eager delight for a tropical escape, a dream in sight. Pipes and tobacco, his faithful companions nestled in a suitcase, his vacations adjoined. With friends by his side, they set to soar to a distant island they'd never explored. Amidst laughter and plans for endless play, they arrived at their resort a bright, sunny day. Clyde, elated, flung his suitcase wide, eager to embrace the ocean's tide. But as he unpacked with hopeful grace, he noticed a void in that sacred space. His pipe bag. His cherished delight was nowhere to be found in the warm island light. Panic struck deep. A nightmare come true. No tobacco, no pipes. What was he to do? His friends offered comfort, a sympathetic hand. But Clyde was lost in a desolate land. The island's allure, the laughter and cheer, felt hollow and empty. His heart filled with fear. Days went by in a tropical haze the island's magic lost in a sorrowful daze. Clyde longed for his pipes, his trusted old friends, his vacation a nightmare that seemed to have no end. In quiet moments he'd gaze at the sea, searching for solace, praying to be set free. But the pipe bag remained far away, back in his room, where it wished to stay. As the trip neared its painful end, Clyde wished for a twist of fate would send. But no magic could undo what was done, his pipes and his joy forever undone. And so he left the tropical shore, his heart heavy, his soul crushed to the core. For sometimes life's nightmares take their toll. Even in paradise, they take control. And as Clyde returned to his coastal town where the sea whispered tales of dreams long gone, and though he'd lost his cherished delight, he carried the memory, a heavy plight. For in his heart he knew it was true that life's cruelest moments can come out of the blue, his pipes and his joy lost to the night as he continued life's journeys out of the light. Finn. Damn. The end. Dang. That was beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Um, yeah. So if you couldn't uh, get this one, he, yeah, he like dropped one of his pipes on the concrete um, before he left. No, I'm just kidding. He forgot his pipe bag in his room and uh, I did not forget mine on my trip to Florida, but As I was, like, traveling, I could not help but think how even that tiny moment with my old man just enjoying some cigars, like, would have not been the same without the stuff I had. So, this sort of reminded me, and this, like, this is a nightmare for me as I'm thinking about Vegas coming up. Like, oh, my gosh, dude.
0: Total nightmare. Or maybe even packing. Maybe not. Like grabbing the wrong bag, or uh, it's you know, for example, we were just very generously gifted from our friend Leap Fog and, uh you know, two mm-hmm. little pipe packs. Yeah, you know, I might have pipes in there. I also have my, uh, my dark fired leather packs. You know, so I might have pipes in, in a bunch of different packs, and maybe like I'm picking a pipe for the day, I, I decide, oh, I'm gonna go with this pack today, and I just I, I realize that I put the the wrong pipes in the wrong pack, kind of thing. That's that's yeah. another. That's more of like a it's kind of like a pipe smoker's first world problem where you have a lot of pipes to, to <laughs> choose from and you have many bags so choose I'm not the saying wrong that's wrong like oh wow that's your nightmare you,
1: you brought yeah. your you know these factory pipes over those factory pipes okay i know yeah but i it's it, i wonder like as i was kind of writing this i was like would i ever like be like this would i ever actually feel like this and i think I don't know. I don't, I honestly don't know. I think if it was going to a show, I probably would, or some like clear, clearly marked like get together, and I didn't bring my pipe bag. I think I would definitely have some sort of, I don't know about regrets, but like it would just have this feeling of I'm missing out on stuff, even though I know, I know this community and I know people would step up if that makes sense. Yeah. And, You know, in this case, you know, Clyde is is going to this tropical land with his buddies, and they all have their bags, they all have their cigars, whatever it may be, and he's kind of left not having his stuff. And again, I imagine his friends gave him cigars, you know, they all probably had an extra pipe or and tobacco to do. But there is something about your stuff, right? The stuff that you want to bring, the pipes That you own, obviously, you know, I'm going to be bringing some to Vegas that have, you know, sentimental meaning to me and not having those in on a location that was supposed to have sort of sentimental meaning. Yeah. Any sort of trip would really take away from maybe the overall trip. I I don't know. I don't know if, if this has ever happened to anyone. I can imagine all of these have happened to someone at some point but i'm lucky enough to say that this hasn't happened to me yet but it's it's definitely one that i think about i always make sure to grab it like i'll be late to even to the park or whatever i'll be late cuz i'm like oh i got to grab my grab my bag real quick put everything in there check to see if i got a lighter and then check to see if i have another one cuz god forbid like it's out and then i got a tamper or two tampers and matches just in case and all this stuff and yeah. it's even yeah it's even more Prevalent as you, as your responsibilities increase with things and a house. I, like I feel like it was so much easier, like in an apartment, just to like everything was there. <laughs> instead of a house, yeah. Like, no, oh, that's, a good, that's a good point. Close these doors, turn this, you know, air conditioning to this setting, and do all this checklist of things, and then you're just like, all right, and I packed everything, and you get there, and it, it's it's just not there.
0: It's yeah. Not well, one of my one of my nightmares kind of happened, I I can kind of relate to this, was I believe it was the Smitty Cigar event. Mm. I didn't, I forgot my, I'm pretty sure I forgot my leather bags. Yeah, you did. You it did. Was, it
1: was either that or, I'm, def- I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure yeah, it was that Yeah, you definitely one. didn't have your dark fire, because I, I was holding all of your Oh, stuff. that's
0: right. Yeah, you were holding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was holding everything. Yeah, you are holding my stuff.
1: Classic. And,
0: and I was, you know, I didn't have anything in there. But I wanted to have that stuff. Yeah. I wanted to support. I mean, it's part of me too. Like especially the fanny pack. Like that's part of my my whole ensemble yes, kind of thing. And and that true. was that was a huge bummer for me. So maybe the pipe pack is empty, but it's very special to you. That alone was very special to me. And and I have a I have a strap on bag that's that's really really awesome. Like a like a leather bag from Ed Ed Graves from Dark Fired, but. That one's not as special because I purchased it you know as an estate from someone but but that little commission piece that that leather fanny pack, which is yeah. kind of goofy to talk about but but that was very special to me and and i I want to bring it to every single pipe event that I go to and and I was I was very bummed that I didn't have it, and it was small like it's a small aspect that I was missing, but it did mean a lot to me,
1: yeah, and that's the thing it's these. Pipes, even cigars, like, I know that the the stuff that we got from Andy, it's very important to me. Like, I know that that is not, like, that is not just something anyone and everyone will do. And it goes, again, goes to show the, the generosity of this community that we were gifted this stuff. And, you know, I hope to um, do that, too, with all this darn tobacco I have. Anyways, um, <laughs> I'll be bringing some to Vegas, so... If you, if you want some some tobacco, come see me. But anyways, I could not help but think as I was writing this, like, what if you brought it to your location? It was there. It was great. You had a great time. But then you forgot it at your resort as you were heading home. That oh, to me, oh no. dude, that seems like an even worse nightmare because it's like, how are you going to get that? You're going to call the hotel, have them ship it to you. They'll be like, screw off or like oh it wasn't there or whatever it is like oh that's an even bigger nightmare and my should have done that one but yeah
0: that one that is <laughs> that, I, that is the real nightmare i had um i had an event where i've talked about this very very long time ago I had a zulu dunhill pipe the zulu mm. the pipe shape and i i purchased it because i googled what kind of pipe did jrr toking smoke And they said it was probably, I mean, there's like only a few photos of him smoking his pipes that are out there. And one of them, what appears to be a Zulu, and people assumed that he'd be smoking Dunhills. So I, there I was thinking, I'll just get a a Dunhill Zulu. And this is not a a typical shape. It's not a common pipe that you'll find. And for some reason on that that week, I happened to find one when I did that search. And I've not seen one since. Or Not like one of those antique or, not antique, but more vintage style ones. This one was probably from the seventies, maybe sixties. It, it definitely had a dude. Someone smoked the hell out of the thing. uh the The bowl was one one side of the rim was pretty much, you know, the 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 width of like a nickel, and the <laughs> other was like the width of like a regular bowl. Uh, so it was definitely a little bit gnarly. But it was a smooth grain, and in the, the side of the bowl was was kept in pretty good shape. Anyway, so I I loved this pipe, and uh, I mean, it sucked to clench. Unfortunately, there the the bit the bite was just not good on the bit and we went to savannah georgia for a a little bachelor party for me before i got married and i hate that my mom's listening yeah i had a little bit too much to drink probably for the first time in my life i was not very well versed in uh having alcoholic beverages with my friends so i'm in an uber and uh, i did not black out though i've never blacked out my life so i'm very proud about that True. Uh, but yeah. I was I was quite intoxicated as a as a young boy who was learning about what different alcohols do and and whatnot. But <laughs> I left my pipe in that car, man, fell out Dang. of my pocket and it was I left it in the back of the Uber and I didn't even think about it. Uh, didn't I just yeah, I was like, oh, I don't feel good. I want to go home. This stinks. I hate this. Mm, uh, so we went back to we we got back to the the Airbnb and went to bed or whatever. And I didn't remember until a few, about a week later or two. And when you know my my buddy Caleb, uh, Caleb actually is a listener. He's he's yes. he was the best man at my wedding. Uh, Caleb goes, "Hey, did you leave a pipe or something in in the Uber?" And I was like, "Yes." I don't know why you're asking me this right now, but now that you say it, yes, I am. I'm missing a pipe. And he and I think they made might have texted him because he was probably the uh, one who ordered oh. it. But it was one of those things where. Where he's in New Hampshire, I'm back in Georgia or something like this. It just was not. I was not. I mean, I guess Savannah, Georgia, is still Georgia, but yeah, I I I didn't get my pipe back <laughs> at, at the end of the day. Uh, so that was. I mean, that was. It didn't really have any sentimental value, but but one story that I could tell you that that did have some sentimental value. Not to me, but but a very good friend, our, mm. our friend Nate King.
1: I was going to tell this uh, one too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This this is a really tough one. I just just spoke to him the other day. Um, If you don't know He's the king of pipes He's one of our good friends A pipe maker And I bring the story up Only because Maybe you're Maybe you found it Nate King had lost A, a pipe bag At the Chicago pipe show It was like um, a
1: crate Essentially
0: it, Yeah it was a, It was like one of his, I think it was like One of his bigger bags Or or okay. something But But it was It wasn't like His His for sale stuff It's not like someone Probably stole a bag Honestly, what what probably happened is it either just got someone sc- scooped it up on accident, realized it wasn't theirs, put it somewhere else like, oh, let me just put it here at the counter or, or whatever. Or they stole it. I don't know. Uh, but and the thing was, it had it, it did have a couple pipes in there uh, that were very heavily smoked, so nothing that you would look at and be like, oh, this is a Nate King crown grade three thousand dollar pipe that I can put, <laughs> you know, on you know the asian market and, and make money off of now it, it was these these were some some smoke pipes and some other things in there but one thing that i didn't realize until just the other day when i gave him a phone call uh one of those pipes was the piccadilly man oh yeah one of those pipes his was the right his piccadilly yeah, yeah his, his, I, his piccadilly man and yeah. that was tough because he has i mean obviously the, the Nate King and Greg Peace, uh, Greg Peace, the, the tobacco blender, GLP's, they do a collaboration pipe, and it's been going on for several years now. Uh, and the one of the years they did the penny farthing, another year they had like a, a no-name uh, pipe, uh, then they did the Piccadilly, this year they're doing the Windjammer. Mm-hmm. But last year's Piccadilly, when they, whenever they do these collaborations, they of course keep the prototype, they keep that very first edition. One goes to uh, Greg Peace and one goes to to Nate himself. And to lose that pipe is, is tough, right? That was one of the ones that, was, that he lost. And, and when he told me that just the other day, because I, I talked about how I've been really enjoying the Piccadilly, smoking some Piccadilly in my Piccadilly. Uh, he, he was like, you know, I, I lost mine. And that, that crushed me. It crushed me on behalf of him because I was like, oh man, he's saying, you know, it's, it's all right. Like I could always make another. And, and when he said that, like we both knew what he meant by that, but we both knew deep down and I, I knew deep up because I just said it right away. I was like, "It's not the same, right?" That there, there, there's something about that prototype. Like, there's something about my very first pipe that you know you get. There's something about the the, the first pipe you yeah. make that you never want to lose. That that it's it's just it just is heartbreaking. And they have such sentimental value. And the, these these do these pipes have this 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 contagion? You know, like we are we're so attached to. You know, the style, the art, the the feeling, the emotion that that is evoked when you when you're holding one and when when you do connect to a particular piece in some form or another, whether it's a an interaction with a good friend or something you made yourself or part of a a very successful collaboration, it's it's hard all the same, man. And and yeah, this this I know he's probably gonna listen to this episode at some point in time and and while you're telling the story, he's gonna continuously think about that. So Mm -hmm. we're not trying to we're not trying yeah. to reinvigorate some nightmares in in the folks who who've been out there but we do try to you know kind of highlight some of the, the the bad out there so you can uh,
1: hopefully avoid in the future. Yeah, cuz cuz my thing is then how do we like how do we prevent this? That's 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 what I've been thinking through after writing this and I guess one of the the main things that comes to mind for me is like checklists. Like yeah. I always do. I always do checklists for any sort of traveling, and even though there's a lot of the similar things, I typically like. I go. I go down to socks, underwear, t-shirts, dress shirts, all this stuff, and then I get all the other stuff: chargers. And I always make sure pipes, tobacco, lighters, all that stuff is in there. So when I'm throwing it in my bag, I'm checking it off. You know the the iPhones have that good feature on the notes where you can like, check it off. I have a great, um, like task list app that I use as well. Um, I can like cross it out, but so it's app definitely, use? it's called minimalist. Uh, it's a, it's a great little app, uh, that you can actually like, I think you can share with people. I tried sharing with you. I think at one point is, it was, it was being weird, but it's, uh, if you buy it, I think it's a couple dollars, few dollars and you know, you get the premium forever. It's there's, there's not a subscription, but you can do all kinds of lists. Like it's very intuitive. It's very satisfying because you literally cross out the task that you need to do or the item and it just crosses it out, brings it to the bottom and all this stuff. So it's really good. Uh, That's definitely one way um, I would say, and probably the main way to sort of prevent this because otherwise things, things do just happen. You forget things here and there and it's, it's hard, but Another thing I would say is maybe like, and this is hard to say, especially with all the the sentiment of value with a lot of things, but don't, don't let it ruin your time. You know, there's, there's always a good time to be had. And I think that this community is so generous in everything that they do that if you forget something, they'll, they'll hook you up. And even if you're going to a place that does not have pipe smokers or cigar smokers, find a way to enjoy it because life's too short to not, you know, to not enjoy it. And you got to worry a little bit less. And I think that's something that I've had to do a lot recently is really just go with the flow. And if things happen outside of your control, uh, even if they were in, in your control and it doesn't go the way you want it, sometimes you just got to press forward. And yeah, I'd say those, those are kind of my main, main points of how to, One definitely mitigate the risk of forgetting your pipe bag. Definitely make the lists uh, for any any trip and travel you're going, and don't forget to put it there. And then once it's you only check it off once it's in your bag or in the car is what I do, Um, and that's that's how you prevent kind of forgetting something or putting it on the side and and not having it in either a carry on bag or your um, your checked bag if that's what you're doing. And the other one is. Learn to have a good time, no matter what, baby. There's always there's yeah. always fun to be had, and uh, there's great people and great experiences to have, no matter if you have a pipe in hand or you know a cigar in hand as well. Yeah, I like that, man. But yeah, man, I uh, that was that was a first nightmare. But there's there's ways to make it a little less nightmarish. I am very interested in yours, though. So because they're always really really good they're always better in every way. Ugh, can't deny it. You got you got you got the <laughs> gift, man. I, g- I can put stuff together, I, you know, but I can't. I don't think I can always really write. I got to be in in the right environment. You're over there just like just going brain, brain. Well, hell yeah, man. I'll I'll get get right into it.
0: All right. <clears throat> In a quaint little town, there lived a man named Pipe and Pete. I like how we both named our characters this time.
1: I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Normally it's just like the guy or whatever. The
1: man. I think That's I, what I was going to do.
0: I think I start to go towards that in this. I don't quite remember, but anyway. In a quiet, quaint little town, there's a there lived a man named Pipe and Pete, known far and wide for his affinity for pipes. He was a happy-go-lucky fellow who kept to himself, relishing the simple joys of life. After long, tiring days at work, Pete would unwind by puffing on his beloved pipes. He smoked his pipe to and from work, and on lucky days, he'd sneak away and have a pipe for lunchtime. Pipes were his quiet solace, his trusted companions. Pete's collection of pipes was legendary. He possessed just over 100 pipes, ranging from factory-made to exquisite artisan creations. Each pipe held a special place and a special heart and he would choose his pipe for the day based on what called to him in that particular moment. Sometimes he'd set out for work with a, at the crack of dawn armed with three or four pipes in his car to accompany him throughout the entire week. This was his rhythm, and it lasted a summer, though he knew it would continue through the autumn and the winter, the spring, and the summer once more. Yet, as the summer days dwindled, Pete found himself revisiting some pipes that he'd enjoyed earlier in the season. But a particular scare began to unfold before his very eyes on one late summer morn. Dark was the sky, and tired were his eyes as he awoke past his morning alarm. A fright was in his heart, and he rushed to get ready. He had slept in late. With his work bag packed, his kitties fat, and his coffee black, he rushed up the stairs to his esteemed pipe collection before hitting the road. He quickly picked one pipe from his shelf, thinking how much he loathes to rush this process, but as he pulled the pipe down, another shock of fright jolted through his bones. The pipe he picked was marvelous, yes, but it was instead that he found that the stem was so loose that it fell off the slightest tug. Odd, he thought. I'll have to repair that. He reached for another pipe, but the second pipe stem also proved to be alarmingly loose. Panic started to creep in as he examined two or three more pipes, all loose stems. His heart dropped, his spirit flopped, and his optimism stopped. Frantically, he searched for one pipe that didn't suffer from the loose stem curse. He tried another and another and another. Loose, loose, loose. This one, loose. That one, loose. No, it's no use. I curse this goose who's loosed this. <laughs> I, oh, gosh. I curse this goose who's loosed this abuse with no excuse. He fell to his caboose. <laughs> Ouch. Tomorrow, he'll need a masseuse. <laughs> okay. He hung his head, but suddenly the creep light entered. No, not metaphorically or poetically, but legitimate ray of light entered his window from the rising sun outside. He is late, very late. He must vamoose. (laughs) (laughs) Up he shot and reached out one last time for another pipe, and finally he found it, a special pipe. One smoked only thrice before and only his most expensive pipe. One that approached over that $600 mark he checked it in stride, sturdy and reliable it was his his saving grace, but time was continuing to slip through his fingers, and now he was running terribly late for work, down the stairs he flew, grabbing his wallet phone, coffee, bag, badge, and a tin of two of tobacco and then he was left with no choice but to clench his precious pipe between his teeth as he would anyway, as his hands were so full, and he was in a great hurry. He was now rushing to get to work by six thirty leaving his house at six 41 with a frantic sigh. He flung open the door and then in a cruel twist of fate, the cursed Lucy goosey pulling the strings from his dreaded nightmare climaxed as the bowl of the pipe slipped from the clenched stem still between his teeth. The briar bowl plummeted to the hardwood floor with a resounding crash The tiny, yet black ebonite stem still firmly clenched in his mouth. Shattered was Pipe and Pete's spirit, not the bowl. He dropped everything to the ground, cradling the well-intact and unharmed cherished briar bowl. (laughs) Though, upon inspection, he he did gasp in horror. A sinister mark marred its once pristine internals The mortise, the pipe had lost an itsy bitsy chunk of briar, meaning the stem would forever remain loose until a professional repair. He cursed the goose once more, and also a spider just in case. (laughs) Woe befell our pipe-smoking hero as he scrambled to gather his belongings, now even more behind schedule, without a pipe to smoke on his ride to work, during breaks, or even on a lucky day lunch he trudged out the door, defeated by the nightmare of loose stems and the lost bliss of his cherished pipes. And he was also late for work and was promptly reprimanded, and then told he was deploying to Romania in three weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Now, who is this story based off?
1: (laughs) I wonder...
0: Uh, okay, so a lot to unpack here, uh, Brian Levine. Lot, lot, lot to lot to go through here. Uh, let's talk about loose stems, man. Okay, uh, very, very clear, uh, dude. Well, they happen, right? This is this is not something that we love. If you've you've been smoking a pipe for a long time, you'll you'll find it one way or another. And a lot of times, it's it's uncalled for. Like it's you don't know what happened. You were taking yep. care of your pipes. You smoked it. The tight was the st- the the stem was tight. You put it back on the shelf. You picked it up the next day. The the stem was tight. You smoked it again. The stem was tight. You put it back. You didn't clean it. You didn't touch it. And then the next day, it's loose. You know, it's like what what happened, right? <laughs> well, and, and it you know, humidity is a huge aspect of that. You know, the temperature, the climate. If you traveled, uh, you know, the pressure in the plane can can potentially be a factor. Mm. Going from one climate to another climate, all of these things can affect that. Uh, though, though I will say very minimally, but sometimes if, if just a few things are off, if you'd been smoking it, uh, very hot and then, you know, you did, uh, an abrupt change, maybe this can, can change it. Uh, you know, but there, there's a couple pieces that I want to point out. He's smoking throughout the summer, right? So he has this really horrible, uh, tendency to pick three to four ish, five ish pipes, smoke those straight for a week, giving them very little rest. And then leaving them in his hot car uh, throughout the summer, at least at least at least for the week or maybe ten days or so before he switches them back out. Uh, yeah, this is based off of me. This is this is almost this this actually whole thing is just I'm not piping Pete. It's just get piped. Um, <laughs> but you know this is something I do, and it it is very foolish. Uh, it's it's so so dumb. And and if you do this, you know more power to you, and actually less power to you. It is very yeah, less, not less smart money. to leave your pipes in your car, but it's so easy, man. And it's so great to w- walk into your car and your pipes kind of already there. And you might even have some tobacco in there from last smoke that you could still kind of get a couple more, you know, puffs out of or, puffs. or whatever. And, and that's always encouraging. You know, a couple of days won't hurt. It really won't, but, but it's depending on the climate, right? So, so here, when I just told you earlier that the blazing hot sun and it's, <laughs> it's now September and I still get in my car at lunchtime and my you know, my leather seats are just, blistering awesome. not not a great place to keep your pipes especially after smoking them it's because when you smoke them right the heat expands the briar expands the tenon and everything's kind of moving around and then you let it cool and maybe it cools at a decent rate but then it gets rate right hot again very quickly and it's this fluctuation that that's happening and, and when you leave them in a, in a hot car where it's just completely expanded for a very long time and then you take them out put them in a, a cool house. You know, there, it's just there's too much fluctuation in, in the the temperature, the humidity, the environment, and these very delicate things can change, especially in that that from that tenon to uh, to that mortise. The mortise is uh, for for the folks who don't know, it's the inside that's where the the tenon, which is the 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 extension of the stem that goes into uh, the shank. So the shank is the outside piece, the extension of the briar mortise is the the hole, the inside piece where the tenon injects into, right? So these these are internal pieces, tenon and and, and mortise. Lot lot a lot going on here, right? In these two pieces. And, you know, keeping them as as protected as possible is, is the best bet for longevity in your smoking pipes. Leaving them in hot car in the summer is just not good for their longevity. <laughs> uh so, so this this actually pretty much happened. I was, you know, I'll go through a rotation and then I don't, after I smoke a pipe, uh, a couple pipes, I don't get back to them for probably, you know, a few months, right? Because I'm I'm kind of rotating through all of them at some point in time. But as the summer's ending, it's time to get back to the pipes that I was smoking during, you know, the Junes, the Julys. And I, I the, just the other day was reaching for a few pipes and I was like, wow, this is a very loose stem. Very, very loose. And then I reached for another. Wow, very loose, like even <laughs> looser than the other one. Like they're just kind of, they're almost falling out for me. And I was like, this is bad. This is this is not a good thing. And that's when I started to realize it's because of my horrible habit of smoking pipes and keeping in my car and then, you know, just just the transition of, of of the temperature and the climate is just so much. Uh so so this, this this did happen to me. And the worst part is kind of the ending is also true. So I the other day I was running a little bit late, right? Didn't leave my house at 6:41 trying to get there at 6:30, but uh, I was running quite late, and I didn't have a ton of time to to peruse my collection, which I really enjoy doing in the morning. That's kind of my my morning rhythm. Is I'll I'll, I'll get to look at the pipes and see which ones I want to want to bring. All that being said, while there's still pipes in my car because I was too lazy at the end of the day to bring them in, uh, so so now I'm accumulating pipes in my car. But uh, you know, I, I was. In a rush, so I didn't have time, and I grabbed one, and it was very loose. Grabbed another, and I was like, "Damn, like this is not good." So then I reached for one that I don't really smoke too often. Uh, yeah, that pipe is a, a very expensive David Huber piece, and it's a it's a beautiful little fugu blowfishy looking thing. Um, I don't know if it blowfish is the right word for it, but it's it's a very interesting piece. Uh, very small, very clenchable, and I was like, "You know, this will be great for my drive," and it was. When it worked. Uh, so, so I'm running out the door and I swear, man, same exact thing. I had my arms packed. I just threw this empty tobacco pipe in my mouth. And as I'm opening the door, the damn thing falls from the bowl, falls off of the stem. No. And I was and I tested it like I tested this pipe and I don't keep that one in my car. Like so this one, again, this is kind of what goes back to where I said sometimes it just happens. This is all the other ones. They didn't just happen. They, that was deliberate on my part. You know, through negligence, this one just just kind of happened. Uh, I it, it was just tough. So I don't know if maybe when I was testing and I pulled it apart a little bit or whatnot, but but when I had it in my mouth, it, it just fell. The bowl freaking fell, and I'm I'm very fortunate that I mean it's a it's a sandblasted piece and it, it, it it's in good shape on the outside. You can't tell, but but as soon as I picked it up, dude, I look inside and I noticed in. Where the mortise is, there's a small chunk of briar missing. Now, I don't know when that happened. It might not have happened right there. I'm pretty sure it did, because this this pipe has been very delicately smoked, maybe four or five times since I got it in Vegas, last, last Vegas Pipe Show. But now, <laughs> now I have to get this thing repaired. No. Uh, this is... So all those other ones, there's, there's ways that we'll talk about that you can take care of generally. Uh, but with this one, I have to send this off to, you know, a Mad Pipes or something to to fix. And and I don't even know how they would fix it. This, this is a very difficult repair. Uh, that said, the the story, my story does turn out a little bit better than, than our characters. I was actually able to still smoke it. I put the, I did put the stem back in and it, it was still tight, which was nice. Uh, but that was, it was just not a good sign that there's a piece missing in, you know, structurally to the to the the portion that holds the tenon right so if there's a piece missing it's just going to be naturally loose so i got to be very careful to to keep it keep it safe keep it protected um but but man loose loose stems have really been afflicting you know the get piped household and and again that's from just poor treatment and a little pains me pains me a little bit to say because i do love my pipes i really do uh, but you know when i get home really, really late, you know, sometimes I'm like, yeah, it's cool enough now. It, they, it shouldn't get too hot overnight. But honestly, the worst part is during the day while I'm at work. So this, this is the parts that, that a lot of folks might not consider. Like, maybe you bring them in every single night. Maybe you're really good to your pipes. You bring them in at night. You clean them out or whatever. But but it might be during the day, you know. So, so something that I got to add to my work schedule is finding a place to bring the pipes, you know, on my office or something, which could be cool. It'd be nice to kind of have a little That's shelf. Really, um... Yeah, little display of what what's going on in, in the
1: after I you give know, the, you your your ranger pocket jar back that
0: I have. Oh yeah, see, do you have any of my pipes by chance? Um, kind of going so. off on nightmare number two, or <laughs> nightmare number one. <laughs> uh, producer there's, guy
1: there's, steals get pipes pipes.
0: No, there's a few there's a few pipes that I need to find. Mm. Yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, I don't want to get into that. that one. That's that's a whole <laughs> other nightmare. Maybe that's the December one or the October one. But um, anyway, so yes, man, pipe. Loose pipes, man. Loose freaking pipes. They're they're just the worst.
1: Yeah, I've only had one instance so far in my journey of an actual legitimate loose stem. And it was actually an artisan pipe that I got. And it came very loose. And I know that um, that was definitely a bummer because I really didn't want it to be loose. And what's funny, though, is that the first smoke out of the pipe i was like hesitant to smoke it not because i was like oh, it's just gonna fall out but i was like i just i don't know i didn't really know how to deal with it and i know that maybe we'll we'll talk about some ways to to handle it in a second but man it was a nirvana smoke and it was absolutely amazing so it it was very satisfying to have this sort of nightmare ish very like i'm talking loose like i could just like basically spin it around because it was a it was a it was a small little bit on the entire stem but yeah definitely definitely a bummer there that's
0: heartbreaking yeah because you're like man i just this is not how it was supposed to be and and that's the thing through shipping wherever it was coming from that can Mm -hmm. happen
1: like it's yeah yeah that's the reality I, i guaranteed that it wasn't like that when it was when it was shipped so yeah that was that was definitely a bummer but that's okay it's it's still here it's still alive and uh what 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 can we do to like maybe resolve some of these this issues is it here's a question real quick is it still loose it is yeah, yeah. i've only smoked it maybe once or twice i haven't i haven't okay. smoked it multiple times or uh, more than that i should say
0: now we've we've talked about this before i um this there's a potential that this was a nightmare, or an ask Adam anything. I mean, it definitely was in the show where we we did talk about this, but we'll go into a little bit more depth. And of course, for the newer newer listeners who are popping in, so the the primary method that I found is always smoke it more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This this is like a good sixty percent fixer upper, you know, right. solution. You know, sixty percent of the time this will work. The question is, how many times do you got to smoke it? Uh, that that i can't answer um you know they are so fragile right just just a little bit of heat really does expand you know all these molecules in in this tendon in the shank and it by smoking it you're you're introducing again that heat and you're hoping to kind of bring them back to an equilibrium and and expand them a little bit more so they can continue to contract back down now this is all you know, fra- like fractions of a millimeter. Like I can't even tell you the dim- like. This is not seen by the human eye, kind of thing. But but it does happen, right? And that's why we get loose stems. And and a lot of times, by if if you continue to smoke through it, and and really not touch the damn stem. So you gotta be you gotta be very gentle. This these are not. If you are really trying to fix it, you don't really necessarily want to clench it, unless you can clench it and it doesn't move around. But by not messing with it, smoking it several smokes. And then putting it back very gently, letting it cool, smoking again, letting it cool. It it tends to fix things over time within you know probably four to five smokes. Uh, and and if you're you're me, that happens very quickly. Like that could be over just a couple days with with some of my pipes. I I, I so maybe maybe part of it too is like you got to throw in a little wrench to that. Um, to that to that process like when i say cool i don't mean rest like i'm not saying you need to give it the whole 24 48 hours rest that's that that could work uh, might work even better it's not something i've necessarily tried but by smoking my pipe just letting it cool giving it a few hours you know when i want to smoke it again or uh, maybe even a day a night it, it it tends to work now it doesn't work all the time you know there's going to be those pipes that just are so loose that that mic those fractions of a millimeter isn't enough and, and it just needs a little bit more work. That's when I say we go to the next the next easiest method, I would say, and that that's that's beeswax. So uh, beeswax is a very, very common method that's uh that's been going along for a very long time around pipe making forums, pipe uh, you know, just really regular pipe smoking forums. And you you basically just order some beeswax back back in the the day you could probably find this in any kind of drugstore maybe you still can I don't think I've ever seen beeswax uh like real beeswax I'm not talking Burt's Bees chapstick I'm talking <laughs> a, a real beeswax uh and you know I, I just order mine on Amazon or whatever but if you get some real 100% beeswax very simple you just apply the beeswax to the tenon uh you don't you don't heat it up you don't Try to melt it. You just kind of grab some of it and really kind of rub it onto the tenon. So that the idea here is you're using the beeswax to increase that width, right? And then you're going to insert it into uh, the the shank until it's right. And you can you can get pretty pretty finely tuned with this too. You just apply a little bit more, put it in. Is it tight enough? Put a little bit more until it's until it's almost like glued tight. Uh, and then you just want to make sure it's, everything's straight. And then you want to smoke the pipe. Uh, you want to smoke the pipe several times and not mess around with it, not take it apart, not twist it, not put it in your teeth, in your crooked teeth like mine, and then twist it a little bit to make sure it looks straight while you're smoking it in the mirror kind of thing or taking a selfie. You know, you don't want to do any of that. You you want to just keep it straight on or wherever, whatever is comfortable for you for that particular pipe, get it to that position. And, and that works. That in conjunction with smoking it often sh- w- should work probably at this point. This is all anecdotal. I would say 85% of the time, maybe even 90. Like this, this is a pretty good, good fix. Uh, Some of the, some of the pros with this too is like, it's not going to harm your pipe. Uh, It's, it's beeswax. It's non-toxic to to humans. Uh, It's, it's, it's great. It's just going to, it's probably going to fix the the problem. It's very, very easy to apply. It's very easy to remove. If you didn't want to do that, if you you thought it didn't work, if you put too much on, you can, it's, it's, it's quite easy. And it's it's a good fix, right? That, that for the most part, it becomes it is a short term fix. That's kind of a a con we have here, but it becomes a long term fix because over time it it starts to get everything back into that equilibrium as the uh, the beeswax slowly, very slowly, goes away. I guess burns melts or whatever. Uh, with that, there are some cons, right? And that's going to be that the heat can gunk up the beeswax and it can gunk up your your tenon a little bit. Um, so even when you haven't, have haven't removed the stem in, you know, six years and, and, and whatnot, like you could take off the, the, the tenon, you can take off the, you can look at the pipe you can look at the mortise, you can clean it all out, put the stem, tenon back and it'll fit fine or whatever, but there's probably going to be some gunk somewhere in the shank, uh, within the, within that mortise. So that's, that's one thing. Um, and that, that's just going to come as the beeswax is heated and, and melts a little bit. But but for the most part, man, it's it's a solid fix. It's just kind of annoying to have to do. You know, no one. The best thing is to not have to do anything. But but that's just not the case here. Uh, so that would be our our next next bet kind of thing. Uh, there's some other kind of wacky methods out there um, that people have experimented with. I know they used to sell uh, what what they called tenon expanders. Uh, you would you would put this little tent this thing. Almost like a tool, you could purchase these. I probably still can, uh, but you you would put this little piece inside the tenon and try to expand uh, the 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 tenon by adding heat to it. Uh, then you would throw that, take it out, throw throw the tenon back into the pipe, and that generally would fix the pipe. That could have been cool, right? If uh, I don't even know if that's still a thing. That's not something I've ever tried, so I can't really expand too much upon it. I just, I've read about it a few times. Um, you know, it's this is where we're we're. Whenever I'm adding heat, other than smoking the pipe, I, I'm kind of turned off to. Right, I don't want to apply heat gun to any of my pipe pieces. It's just, it's just, I'm not experienced enough. I'm not, and you know, maybe, maybe that's how you get experience. But you know, I'm a, I'm a pipe smoker, not a pipe or not a not a pipe repairer either. So, um, I don't know. I just, I just never want to add a piece that can can screw up the the construction. So, so I wouldn't say like the expanders another way. Um, I've also heard of people doing nail polish, you know, just like a clear, plain nail polish and you would just kind really? of paint. Yeah. And, and instead of the beeswax, you, you, apply the, the, the nail polish, which would work very well because it will add a, a layer to the tendon. Now we all know nail polish is, uh, what like Omega toxic to, to yeah, gas, that's so. what I was going to say. Yeah, so you have to you have to be very careful with it. You can't smoke the thing anytime soon. I'm not even sure if you should ever smoke it ever. But some people have found some success with it. Uh, but it's very. It's this is more of a perma fix uh, because it's once once it's on there, it's on there, and you're gonna have to like sand this this stuff down if you screw it up. And you know, it's whereas the beeswax really does try to bring the pipe back down to like I said that I keep using that phrase equilibrium. This just kind of decides where the new the new equilibrium is with the with the the nail polish. So this is not something I would recommend, but I, I thought it was very interesting when I was doing some research uh you know that that people have and, and we'll continue to do. You know, it's it's if it's if it works for you, man, it works for you. And you know, some people just they really don't care how their pipe it works. They just want it to work. Uh, you know, I can't help but think of the the folks out there who modify their pipes, right? So our good friend Rick Newcomb, who wrote in Search of Pipe Dreams, would mm-hmm. buy you know three, four thousand dollar pipes and immediately have them modified, <laughs> right? He would have them drilled larger, larger, larger draft holes or whatever, making an immediate modification to a four or five thousand dollar piece. That that because he liked what it looked like on the outside, he liked how it smoked. When he did that, that was what his his goal was to smoke a quality pipe, and that was to him was a quality pipe. I. I am of the mind where I like the way it's supposed to be. And if I don't like the way it's supposed to be, then that thing is probably not for me. And yeah, I feel like the nail polish thing adds a, an element that other than the toxicity that I just, I'm probably <laughs> not super down to, to buy into. And then, yeah, that, that's kind of like our last real home remedy. I would say uh, super glue people have done it, What people have done it people have done it and people will continue to do it i've not done it and i'm not ever going to do it man that's just uh that's crazy to me
1: yeah that that sounds like madness i just you know what i would I, do though
0: real quick i would wood glue a a wood a, a shank a wooden shank to a corn cob hmm. i would do some gnarly things to a corn cob to make a corn that's cob. that's fair
1: stalk. That's fair
0: because that like I identify my I identify my corn cobs as like
1: like workhorse, these,
0: where, yeah workhorse. I I love that term for them. I have a a Morgan, a, a Morgan. That's what it's called. the 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 corn cob is the the series is Morgan. Yeah, yeah. Little apple, dude. I've put. I'm pretty sure I've put wood glue in holes. I'm pretty sure I've put uh, what what's that hand cream or moisturizer or something around the bowl to try to keep it from cracking. I've done some crazy stuff with this pipe <laughs> to keep it, keep it kicking. And man, you it's,
1: take, it's still kicking. You take care of your corn cob more than you do your hands, your own hands. Literally. Yeah. Last time I put, <laughs> last time I put moisturizer on my hands was when I was applying that, to <laughs> that pipe. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. But
0: yeah, man. So there's a, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot you can do. Uh, I would say the very, very ending thing, once once none of those works, you you ship them off to a, a restorer, mm. man. I don't know what they do. They probably are the ones to add heat guns and other kind of crazy stuff. I'm sure they've got some methods. They have the proper tools. They know how to make pipes for the most part, which is how they're able to restore them so well, uh, generally, or at least from all the restoration, they can make you a very mighty fine pipe. But but at the end of the day, like the, the David Huber piece with the missing chunk of briar, I'm just gonna probably find that Briar if it's still down there. This this happened just the other day too, which is kind of funny. Uh and I'm gonna I'm gonna send that off. And if not, they'll I'm sure the restorers will figure it out. That's kind of my my method, is whenever I can't figure it out, I just let them do it. Most of the time, I just if I have a really loose stem, I know beeswax probably will be too much of an endeavor. Send it off, get it restored, and they'll clean it up and and make it all polished and pretty much brand new. So kind of a win-win. You're looking at 25 to the 40 bucks, depending on who you're working with, depending on how serious the, the, the restoration is. Um, but man, if there's a cracked tenon, they can figure a way to, to get you a new tenon on there. So they're, they're, they're wise in the way of, of fixing your pipe. So, uh, maybe that restoration is them giving you a new tenon on, on that same stem. I don't know, but they, they, they have a way, but yeah, man. So this this has been an interesting nightmare. Uh, it's one that I've been kind of experiencing over the last week or so, as I've been realizing mm. I have so many pipes that need uh, some some fixing up. But, uh, yeah, there was one uh, quick little detail ended at the the, <laughs> the bottom of that one. Yeah. What was that? So I do want to go quick on this one because I really don't want to get into it. Um, all right. Stop your send timers, me... everyone. Yeah. yeah Stop your timers. You don't have to send me all your well wishes yet. Uh, but I did receive some news. Uh, I was running late this day too. And I get I get to PT formation. I don't know if it was the same day as the, the infamous falling of the David Huber pipe, but um, I, I get to to PT and this is last Monday, so maybe this is a week ago. And uh the my boss, you know, comes up to me after the formation. We salute the old the old red, white, and blue.
1: The and, old flag. Uh,
0: we're we're about to go do to some physical training. I'm about to go for a run. And my boss is like, uh, my colonel, he's like, hey man, uh, got some good news or bad news, depending on how you take it. And I said, and I'm hyped up because I'm just getting off of the, the COVID. I'm feeling good. I'm back to work. I want to get back in my, my groove. I go, sir, all news is good news. And then another dude <laughs> listening who already knew was, he was about to tell me goes, oh, that's, uh, that's good. We like that. That's, we're, we're off to a good start. And he's like, all right, well, um, end of November, uh, we're going to be, He said, what did he say? Mid-November to end of November, sometime in November. We're going to be going on a little trip to Romania for about uh, nine months. And I was like, oh, that is not what I was expecting to be told at 643 in the morning. uh, (laughs) Right before I go for a run and I'm in my PT clothes, I'm wearing gym shorts. This is I don't know how this information is supposed to be told, but (laughs) this is not how I thought it was going to be delivered. Um, So, man, it's a. you know, more, more to come in the, in the coming weeks and are smoking and joking as we get some more information out, just, just know that, you know, I, I am, uh, yeah, the, the time has come,
1: mm. the
0: time has come, the calling has come. I will be, be deployed, uh, to, to, to Europe, um, with some little contingencies there. I'll be throwing a couple other places around there. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, a uh, it's interesting, man. There, there's a lot to work through, a lot to work through with my family, a lot to work through with, you know this preparation you know with you guys with the with the show the Briar the you know Battle of the Briar my my best friend Nick my cat who's jumping up uh to, to try to get some screen time even though he's he's, he's blind. blind so he doesn't know that we're not yeah. filming right now uh but you know <laughs> there, there's a lot to go through um you know it's uh it's interesting so we'll, we'll leave it at that man like we're, we're our spirits are pretty good we now I found this out of, uh, about a week and a half ago two weeks ago whatever the hell it was at this point but You know, I wanted to kind of internalize it first before coming out to you guys, but yeah. So we're we're in good spirits, man. You know, no no need for you guys to to get all worried. the The show will continue to show. uh, At least that's what we think right now. Oh, it will change, but just it will. Yeah, hell yeah. Some one way or another, it'll work. Uh, But but just bear with us, man, as we we figure out. uh, You know. There's going to be some changes, you know. I don't. There's some pipe shows in November. I'm not really sure if uh, I Get Pipe will be going to those. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to figure out some stuff. But yeah, you know, just know that taking one day at a time. And I appreciate you guys. Uh, you know, listening to my nightmares and, and, and working with us is, you know, we're we're going through an interesting time. Um, and it's something I signed up for. So I'm not looking for pity. I'm not looking for, you know, no. I'm, I'm so sorrys or anything. You now I'm not even necessarily looking for, you know, be safes or anything. You don't even got to reach out to me. You can say, you know. Off, uh stop talking, get on with to the segments. And uh, you know, I would actually agree with you. So so now we'll uh, we'll 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 kind of let you I'll let producer guy kind of wrap us up. But yeah, this is some, some fun nightmare time, and um, I'm looking forward to uh to the to the segments.
1: Heck yeah. But Adam, thank you for that. More to come as you said. But this these nightmares were awesome. Well, in a way, they were awesome because we, we hey. discussed ways to mitigate these nightmares. So if you uh, hopefully you have not experienced them but if you have never again there are ways and if you haven't just remember if this stuff comes your way you got to be flexible got to understand and uh, yeah there's always there's always things to to do to mitigate this stuff so hopefully this helped in some way segments segments let's go we got two today as always we got a little bit of over under and we got a little bit of this or that from our galactic get pipe pipe club but before we get into some of this or that we got to talk about overrated underrated first segment this is where the pipe community specifically in this case the galactic get pipe pipe community sends some some topics That Adam will rate as overrated or underrated. And every now and then, properly rated. We got three today, as always, uh, from three different folks. So this is awesome. And uh, yeah, we'll just go right into it. The first one is from Patriot Piper. They ask about Parikh. Damn, man. Parikh
0: is so interesting. Parikh is... Uh, very, very interesting. It's, it's really a process that there's a preeking process. There's also kind of a form of a preak tobacco that you just grow. Uh, I don't know too, too much about that, but generally speaking, there's like a, we think a St. James perique, uh, which is uh, from St. James parish. And it's this uh, one farm that does all of the high quality Preek for Cornell and deal. There's other ways to other places and locations and ways to get perique. Um, You know, it's in so many blends, you know. That's where we hear vapor. That's Virginia Parique. Uh, mm. It seems like every every tobacco blend that all these small batches are kind of have some form of a Parique in there. People like it, man. People like it. People like it a lot. And while, of course, aromatics will forever, so it seems, be the the top selling tobaccos in the world and the continuous bestsellers. There's a huge appreciation in the more like the. I like think the pipe enthusiast world, the tobacco enthusiast world for, for an appreciation of, the, of this Perique it, it's, it's if I've always battled with how do we do this uh, overrated, underrated. Am I, am I, am I speaking objectively across the sphere to throw in some, <laughs> some drama and some fun. Sometimes my answers are that way. Uh, a lot of times they're just my own opinion. Um, I, I was just petting my caddy smacked the absolute piss out of my face. Uh so that was Pip. He's kind of in a mood. Um, but it's okay. Um, I'm gonna go with mm, it's tough. You you can get so much nuance and so much variance within uh with with using Perique right? It's it's just it's just such an interesting tobacco. And while it's not my favorite, uh, I do think I have to say it's probably properly rated. Um mm. eh, I, I am close to saying overrated because I would love to see more blends without pareek. Uh, I'd love to see the the combinations, but but the reason why it's so well used is because of that variation. There's not a ton of variation that comes with uh, you know Latakia, right? You you you're by using a little bit, you're getting a little bit of that Latakia flavor. By using a lot of it, you're use you're getting a lot of that Latakia flavor. It's 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 almost like adding chocolate sauce to milk, right? You add a little bit; it's kind of chocolatey. You add a lot; it's very chocolatey. Mm. Not necessarily the case with Perique. Now you're going to get more Perique out of adding more Perique, but it does a lot more to the 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 blend as a whole. Whereas, w- w- which is why probably it's probably used so much because it it adds so much nuance and other factors, and it. It, it it blends with different tobaccos very well. It does things to Virginias. It does things to, to you know the red Virginias, the bright Virginias. It does things to 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 Latakia. It does it does something to everything yeah I don't know that's why I'm gonna say properly rated because I don't truly understand I'm not very qualified in the perique realm, but I would like to see some uh some more so i guess i i don't know I'd like to see more blends that don't have it you know Ooh. with these small batches okay. uh I would like to honestly see a little bit more maybe some higher quality uh that's that's kind of i don't know how to word this i'd like to see some aromatics that are like small batch aromatics that are more in in line with the like these bob chocolate flakes these uh glp's uh, virginia creams where they're by definition yeah sure it's a it's a virgin it's a excuse me it's a aromatic but is it i don't know <laughs> but it, it just it? seems with every small batch we get a Perique and. and and I get a little bit bummed to that because you know I mean preeks okay to me um uh, it's much more than what I used to to like uh but anyway, so I guess we'll go properly rated. it it's got its place people love it. I wouldn't want to change what people love uh, yeah, I like that okay
1: all right next one talking while clenching, but not out of necessity so just like <laughs> voluntarily talking while did we clenching. not did we not have this question before? I don't think we did. I don't think we did.
0: I don't know. If, we might have.
1: But we if we did, have. I don't know.
0: I want to hit it again because this is I think, Ben
1: Ben Dean. Thank you.
0: This is such an interesting one because and we had to have because I'm about to say the exact same thing. You'll go to a pipe show, man, and you'll find people who could just easily put the pipe down. Yeah. <laughs> and but they'll they'll speak to you while smoking their while clenching their pipe. And a lot of times that pipe isn't even smoking anymore. And that's, that's the, that's the best one. I love that. I love that because it makes zero sense and it's silly and it's goofy. Uh, but that said, man, I, I I'm go underrated no. under it. No, I mean, don't do it. Like it's one of those just things where I'm like, don't do just put your pipe down. But, but the thing is every time it happens, it's someone who is so old, like old, like just an old gentleman typically who. I re- I just remember very very vividly at uh, Vegas Pipe Show we we had producer guy and I are in our big orangey uh, you know Hawaiian shirts that say get piped on it I'm wearing we're both wearing like safari hats I got my I got a, like four rings on I got a get piped orange watch on my fanny pack you know we're we're decked out in in just young hip guy you know what I mean like I I was. I was feeling lean from from working out with uh you know when I was at this little excursion I did with the army in in uh, you know New Mexico I was running every day like I was feeling good you know we were young we were fresh we were we were the young bucks and and this old gentleman came these two this pair guys wearing you know slacks the belt up to his belly button kind of thing <laughs> you know wearing a polo and his arms were behind him the entire time as he was walking like you know hands kind of at like the the small of his back just. A sweet old man, bald as all hell, you know, teeth probably a little bit more crooked than they should have been. And, you know, just an older gentleman, man. And he was absolutely living the life. And it was the, the if I'm judging, it would be the person who I wouldn't think would even pay attention to me. Right. Mm. It's if, if I'm if I'm judging, it would be the person I would have thought who had cast me off as some young, annoying kid who's a hipster or it has this podcast and thinks he knows everything and there are guys like that out there and i don't oh, and i don't sure. necessarily blame them just like I was judging this guy for probably thinking he was you know going to be that but he was the exact opposite man this guy while clenching his pipe that was not smoking anymore big group uh like freaking sixty five dunhill uh <laughs> you know just slobbers still coming out of his mouth honestly because it was so big had a great conversation with him didn't put the pipe down one time didn't well not one single puff came out of that damn pipe uh but he had a a wonderful conversation with us or at least me at the time asking about you know what I was doing, what even was a podcast and he uh yeah he he gave me the time of day, and it really did kind of you know change my uh it, it, it humbled my like judging of, I thought this guy was going to come up and be like, Oh, this is what you do. You know, this, this thing you think, what do you know about pipe smoking? I was smoking a pipe, you know, before, well, uh, you know, I was smoking a pipe before you and damn born kind of thing. But, um, and definitely was, but yeah, he was just a sweet old man and it was so wholesome and it was kind of cute to see him clenching this damn pipe that he very it well could have lit. It's just not lit. Could have, could have Take taken out. Anyway, I, I'll, 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 I guess I'll go overrated though. At the end of the day, like it's, What's, at this point, what's the point? But yeah, I not for that guy. That was the most underrated thing. That was him. And I wouldn't change a thing about that gentleman. But yeah. <laughs> Love that. G- good question, man. I don't know if we hit that, but I think yeah. I told the story a little bit more eloquently
1: there. Yeah. All right. Last one is from Vincent underscore moon. They ask individual pipe stands. So I think in my head, I'm thinking the little leather, they button together and it's uh, yeah. just that little pipe stand.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's there's many, uh, there's there's many out there. I have a couple that I use for my you know product shots on my, on my my YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash like Get Piped. But um, there's there's leather versions, there's wooden versions, there, there, there's a bunch. Um, you know, I, I think they're cool. I, I would say
1: uh,
0: the leather ones, man. I'm not a huge fan of. I guess the leather ones. I'm going to go with. Mm-hmm. I I want to say. Mm. overrated yeah yeah i want to say overrated only because i just don't use them even when i bring them even when they're convenient even when they help you i just if i'm in if i'm by myself i don't typically need a sitter i'm either clenching it or holding it and if i'm in public when i would need it because i'm putting the pipe down a lot and need it to to not be in my hands or my mouth because I'm talking I'm not smoking the pipe right right so so these things are designed for like an interim holder at least the leather ones. Um, I, I don't I have a couple that I would use as like display and for some reason the leather just feels like it's less of a display piece I, I really do appreciate like a more wood approach right. to some kind of a holder or even even like a metal one that that can be used at times for for my display. The I have like this one. Dude, this is between you, you, me, and the, the listener. Yeah, wife got me this. This it was on Amazon, Amazon or something, but it's like a big thick leather um uh holder, very, very thick. And she thinks I mean, it's kind of pretty, but it's got like this like dragon y scaly thing. I'll have to post a picture of it. I don't even actually I might have got rid of it by now, but uh yeah, I just I don't like it. And she she loves putting one of my like more expensive pipes on it she likes to do my little collection. It, it hurts so much to say because I hate. I jeesh, I don't. I don't like it. I don't think they they look well on display. Uh, but she always tries to put one of my nicer pipes in there. But oh, hate I hate so much. I literally <laughs> just. Look, I literally just freaking look back. Um, but uh, he, we're on producer guy. And i are always on video. when We're doing this anyway. So um, yeah, I'm gonna go underrated for. Like just the the single wooden ones on display, mm-hmm. I think it can add, it can really highlight and accentuate a piece. But but I would say, now for all my leatherworking friends out there, much love, man. It's just not for me. I would say overrated for the 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 leather temporary holder kind of pieces. Until until someone makes me one that changes my mind, you know. I've had I've had it, I've had some friends make me some that say get piped on it. I always bring them around because I think it's cool. I love it. But again, I just never use it, so it just kind of sits in yep. my, my leather packs. Cool.
1: Well, that has been over-under. If you want to hear more of Adam's opinion on things, go ahead and send them to our Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club. There's a specific over-under section there, or send them to show at getpiped.co. And I do want to say, if you're a new listener to the show, do not hesitate to send in any Topics again. These are all pipe smoking related, but we may have hit some in the past. If you just haven't heard them, though, uh, we're always welcome to to hit them again. So send them our way in those manners. But our second segment today. Is from our good friend Piedmonicus. This is a little bit of this or that, and it's kind of a clothing edition. So, Hell not yeah. this doesn't need to be this or that doesn't need to be pipe smoking related. This can be related to any topic. We always do five, and uh, yeah, these these are pretty good. Sort of sort of like a men's men's clothing uh, section, but uh, we got some good ones as we're heading into fall here coming up. But let's let's get into these. Adam and I both choose. And this one, whereas over under is just Adam. So the first one is dress boots or dress shoes? I'd say dress
0: shoes. Mm. Dress shoes. I want to get into the dress boot game. I don't really know too much about okay. it. It's funny that this came up. I actually just got a, a message today while I was at work. You have a uniform inspection on October 5th. Oh. Uh, where I need to, now that you're now that I'm in the 82nd airborne, I have to get uh, jump boots, oh. which is like a dress. I mean, at the time you used to jump on them, but historically now that we're not jumping in our, our, our jump boots, we use the jump boot as like a ceremonial piece and we have to wear it with our dress uniform. Now I got to find a $200 pair of yeah. black boots, which is not really cool. But, um, anyway, yeah, I for would say one inspection, use, yeah, for literally for one inspection, Uh, But but I'd say dress shoes, man. Like when I'm wearing, I like I'm liking the low profile ones. I got these kind of like slip on ones without ties that look really really nice, and I've been wearing those a lot. Yeah, dress shoes are cool, man.
1: Yeah, I'm a big dress shoe guy. I've never owned a pair of dress boots. Um, I yeah, I'm not too interested in owning some, but definitely interested in in the the dress shoe game. So, all right, second one: black suit or blue suit?
0: Um. Wow, that's a great question. Um, I don't like a black suit with like the white shirt mm. so much. Black, like, yeah. like a typical like I don't love that. Uh, I like the I love a black on black, but a blue suit. Mm, I'ma go blue suit because you can change the yeah. color of the shirt. You can change yeah. the color of the shirt. Yeah, there's a lot you can do with a blue suit. A a, big, a, a navy one, like a dark. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, even even like a, like, a oh, slightly
1: brighter one. You could, yeah. you could get some far with some blue. Yeah, I'm a big blue suit guy. I got both in navy. I just have a navy suit. Like really dark though. It's kind of close to black. But I have this blue, kind of like a royal blue blazer type jacket. Love that. And I think if I could get a whole suit in that color and like get it nice and tailored. Yeah, heck yeah. Blue suit all day, every day.
0: You also can, wear colors really well.
1: Yeah, I don't think time. I wear like suit colors as well, but.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: Can't wait to bring that, the, my purple pink suit to Vegas, baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Next one tie or bow tie?
0: I was historically a bow tie guy, man. Mm. And the reason why is because everyone's a tie guy, no one's a bow tie guy. So I was automatically cool. But now. <laughs> Bow ties are becoming cool, and so, so now I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm big in on tie. Only I'm tie in on ties now, dude. There's nothing like a full Windsor.
1: Hell yeah! Dang. Dang. All right, I I think I'm a bow tie guy. Yeah, I think I, can I would see it. I think I would choose a bow tie over a tie. I just always Which is
0: great because when we went to high school, it was the exact opposite. You know,
1: you were always yeah, wearing a always quality tie, thing. and I was always the bow tie guy. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Especially to like our our games when we would dress up or meets or whatever I should say. And, you know, we dressed up for whatever reason. Did our coach make us kind of dress up?
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: But, and I always wore a bow tie. You always
0: wore a tie, but anyway.
1: All right. Number four, cardigan or hoodie? Uh, what's a cardigan? Cardigan's like a, it's a cardigan. (laughs) (laughs) No, that cardigan it's like a it's like
0: a that's like a dressy kind of
1: yeah it's more of a dressy i was I was trying to find a way to describe it it's more um, of a yeah i think typically typically women wear them but there I are thought. there are men's cardigans you gotta, yeah you gotta
0: be fashiony if you're wearing a cardigan yeah you? and it's
1: kind of like wool looking
0: yeah that's right i'm gonna go hoodie but Hood, like hoodie's just like a a sweatshirt with a hood. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. Hoodie. Yeah. But I don't love going out in public in hoodies, but I love hoodies.
1: Yeah. I I feel you on that one. So it I depends really, on what
0: the context is.
1: I need like. I'm going advice. out.
0: I. If I'm like, if I'm going out to a sports game or like, you know, the pub, yeah, hoodie. Mm. I mean, you could also rock a cardigan to the pub, like, you know. Yeah. When I when I think of pub, I'm not saying bar, like or like club. I'm thinking of like a a a, a nice dinner, and you know quality beer. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I, I got to go with hoodie. I don't even own a cardigan, so I have. We I think we both have to go hoodie.
1: Yeah, I do. I don't know if I own it anymore. I did own a cardigan at one point. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of in the cardigan game. I've seen one right now at LL Bean. It's a striped cardigan it's got this it's kind of pretty cool i might have to get one but mm. i i think my vibe is more cardigan than it is hoodie but i think i like hoodies more just cuz i'm i'm used to that so i don't know what to choose i I'm just don't foot- know
0: if you can pop, how you can
1: possibly say you, your vibe is more cardigan when you don't even own one but i hardly i i have like one hoodie that i hardly wear i'm i'm have more have of the one it, sweatshirt hoodie um, maybe. Oh, I and got like producer. Forty producer wife has stolen it. So I'm getting you into where when it's like chilly out. Well, the next one, sweatshirt or sweater. What That's the hell five. is a
0: sweatshirt?
1: <laughs> Isn't a sweatshirt <laughs> not, not a hoodie? Me. No, a sweatshirt is like I, I would say sweatshirt is closer to like a uh, a crew neck. You know what I mean? Would you say that? I don't know if he would say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's more like the crew neck type, whereas the sweater is. Um,
0: oh wait, so a hoodie with a sweatshirt is a hoodie without the hood. Yes. Oh, I love those. Yeah. Oh, you're I a love big. those. So I have I have a lot of those. I have a lot of hoodies as well, but but I call sweatshirts. I think I call them all sweatshirts, and. Then I just say, "Oh, the one without the hood" to my wife.
1: Yeah, okay, so and I'll then go, <laughs> then the sweater is more of like a formal. Sweatshirt. Yeah,
0: yeah. I- I'm gonna go with a uh, the crew neck sweatshirt. Yeah, I love those. Those. I that's agree. a great because that like gives by by removing the hood, you you you're putting like, a little bit of class on there. Yeah,
1: more formal. Even though the sweater is technically more more formal.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, exactly.
0: But yeah, I don't know i like christmas sweaters i guess during (laughs) christmas time but yeah
1: yeah i'll go i'll go sweatshirt on that one but that's been kind of this quick fire this or that from our good friend piedmonicus if you want more if you want to hear more this or that's send them to again our galactic get pipe pipe club or send them to show at getpipe.co just send five at a time one one kind of topic it makes it easier Mm -hmm. people find you if they want more.
0: Dude, hell yeah. You can find me on youtube.com slash get piped where I just had a great episode go live on my entire factory pipe collection. Uh, that was probably 85% correct. There's since since making that video I've not not since publishing <laughs> it, but since making it and, and or rather shooting it, I've added some more pieces, but and I didn't want to go in and to this down 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 the rabbit bulb whole bowl thing okay i'm adding more and more to the film uh, and it's becoming a whole less you know documentary right so so but the video has been very interesting people have had a lot of fun hearing me talk about my pipe collection and i was honestly very surprised by that i I was kind of going out on a limb uh you know after a few recommendations saying i should and i did and it's doing very very well um so yeah youtube.com slash get piped but while we're in pipe show season, I have a couple episodes on going to pipe shows. You should totally check those out as well. That would be very greatly appreciated, but be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. It helps me out so, so much. And even if you're not ever going to watch, you know what doesn't matter to me? That, you know, just the, you subscribing helps me out so, so much. Uh, but if you want the more short-form content, you can go to Instagram. And that's at get underscore pipe. But if you follow me, make sure you follow my right hand man, GPP underscore producer guy. As always, the galactic get pipe club is ever growing and it's ever welcoming. We would love to have you on board and that's in our app discord. You can find that link in the show notes.
1: Boom. But as I mentioned before, don't forget to follow the podcast, give it a like, give it a rating, give it a review, but also share it. This is a good one to share. People are having issues with those loose stems where they just seem to always forget their pipe bag. we got some good ways to mitigate that stuff here. Send this to them. Share with any and all pipe smokers, but don't just share it with the men. Share it with the woman and the children too. But as we close out this 89th episode, wow, we're getting close to 100. That's crazy.
0: 89th episode of the Get Pipe Podcast. Adam. We are, but ten weeks from now is not close. It's not. I mean, that's but the, it is. That's,
1: no. Yeah.
0: Bro, ten weeks in. Ten weeks from now, I'm being bromania. Bro. Yes. I don't want to think about that. Dang, so that's wild. Many more weeks to come before episode one hundred.
1: Did I? Ask, did I say what your? Give me your wise words of wisdom, brother. What do you oh, get? That's right.
0: Um, <laughs> I got one quick one. Everyone laughs, rolls their eyes, including Brian Levine. Um, this one's gonna be about letting go, and I'm saying this to try to encourage me. So this is kind of some wisdom that I need to hear myself. Hmm. I I'm gonna be honest with you. I have two to three ish, four ish pipes. I've been trying to get rid of some pipes. If you want, if you're interested, check check the Discord. Check my Instagram. I've been kind of posting the ones that I'm trying to let go. I got a lot of love out of these pipes, and even if I didn't smoke them really at all, which is most of them. I still loved them. You know, they sat on my shelf for a very long time. I really enjoyed them. Just didn't reach for them too much. And now I'm in a point where I'm getting ready for another show. I know I'm going to be spending some money and like to offset some of that cost. And then with our Battle of the Briar stuff, I'm trying to invest some some money into that and all that, whatnot. Uh, yeah, there, there's a lot that I could use that money for. And and I look at these pipes and that's part of this letting go kind of mentality where I know someone else will enjoy these pipes, right? And, you know, sometimes it's hard to let some of these pieces go, but Sometimes you just got to do it. Now, the hardest part is the ones that have meaning, but you just don't love, right? That doesn't mean I don't love the the company that made them. I don't love the person who made them. It's just, there's something about it that I just am not reaching for. Uh, and And these ones are a little bit more tough. So to be completely honest, I actually have two pieces that I'm still keeping kind of close to me and I haven't posted yet because they're artisan-made pipes, um, and I loved them when I bought them. I love the people who made them, still love the people who made them. But I just, I don't know, I just don't really love the particular pipes anymore. Um, I'm still looking forward to getting more of their pipes in the future. And this is really hard for me. This is really, really hard for me. And, and, and part of it is because I'm good friends with them, right? I have a podcast, I have an audience, like I could post these things. And it's like, why is he getting rid of those pipes? No one looks at it like that. I'm only thinking of it like that because. You know, I'm friends with them and they follow me. And I, and I, I always hate having a, oh, there was one time, oh gosh, man, this could be a, this could be like a, not a pipe down, but I posted, this is a very long time ago. I don't ever talk about this artisan. I never will because of this reason, which we're not friends really, uh, At the same time, if you said hi to me, I'd be like, oh, hey, how's it going? Uh, Because I'm a nice guy. But uh, I posted, this was years ago, before I was even, you know, really get piped kind of thing. I mean, I think I still was. Anyway, I post a pipe online. Hey, you know, this is a great pipe. You know, I just don't smoke it as much. Same kind of deal. Uh, Did not love this pipe, which is why I was getting rid of it. And this guy messaged me. And he was, like, giving me shit for it. You know, like, dang. Yeah, and it was, like, not, like, joking kind of stuff. You know, most most artists like if I post these two, I know the two artisans. But hey, man, did, was it was there anything wrong with it? Like I can make I can repair it, I can make you a new one, kind of thing, free of charge, kind of thing. That's what I don't want because they're quality pipes. I just you know sometimes you you pick a box of cereal you thought you were really excited for. You had one bowl, you loved it, and then the next bowl you're like, eh, you know, it's maybe not as good as that I thought it was. <laughs> you know that's that's all it is. It's there's no hard feelings here, but I but but this other dude was, you know really digging at me he wasn't being mean to me per se but it was just you know like oh was like my pipe not good enough lol kind of thing like that that mentality but he kept doing it and uh, dude yeah i don't even know if he makes pipes anymore i've since unfollowed him and yeah i will totally out him if you want i won't say it publicly but if you message me i'll totally tell you because i think if that's how you're going to act to 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 customers like uh, maybe maybe i'm just getting Maybe on a horse right now, and I should probably slow down. Maybe I should yeah, tell right. everybody. And where's I'm just where's your but...
1: soapbox at?
0: No, I'm not even trying to get on a soap. <laughs> I'm trying to get off this. Like anyway, but but I have two pieces that I haven't posted yet, and you know, it's just it's it's really hard, and and but I do got to let them go because someone will love these two pipes, and I I do love most of them, but for the, I just I don't know. There's something about them that I would I would like that money back at uh, at least a portion of it. I'm the best part is I still supported them right they still got 100 percent of the dollars and anything that I they, I make back it does not affect them if anything it, it improves them because now someone else has one of their pieces um, and, and could potentially get another one from them and support them further or maybe follow them or, or whatnot so um I don't know there's this isn't like a, a revel or a re of revealing of the pipes or the makers or, or whatnot but but it's something that's interesting to me so I don't know I gotta let them go. I just don't know how I'm going to do it. And now that I've made it public, it's going to be even more weird. So I'm hoping I can just kind of find like a private side gig deal. And and that's the end of it. But that will be it for Wise Words Wisdom. That'll be it for Pipe Smoking podcast today because I am very thirsty, very hungry. I got a cute cat who needs some food and I have to go save the pipe smoking world, which once again, I don't know how I'm going to pull that one off. But until then, you've all just been piped. And until the next piping, we...